pretty being aggressive. You are the turkey queen. H-E-G-R-E-S-S-I-V-E. Where the fuck did that come from? Oh, it's that's from pom poms. I have no idea what that is. It's like cheerleading. It's like junior cheerleading. It's like the Wait, the ones that were you a that aren't athletic enough to be cheerleaders. Were you a cheerleader, Megan? No, I wasn't. I'm telling you. You were a pom pom. I may have been. I was. May have been. Yeah, I have a picture of that. If you'd like to, see I would very much like to see that picture. Yeah, the equivalent of Daria holding fucking pom poms is something I want in my life. Kind yes. of like this. This is my point. With like jelly posture. Who is your, who is your Jane? Or were you Jane? I was Jane. Okay, so who was your Daria? I didn't wear glasses. That's dorky. Oh, my God. But Jane was, was bisexual. Car- Jane was my Jane. first fucking cartoon she- crush, by yeah. the way. I was going to... Was she? Well, I think she was because Biff Naked and her... Didn't they, like, hook up? All when I they know went is I had the who super did? hots for Biff Jane. Naked? I love Biff Naked. I don't know. She's a Canadian who's, pop who's star. It looks kind of like a punk rocker, but who she's are you really talking so- about? Biff Naked. I get uh, that, but who is this person? Give me context. For her this name is Biff Naked. She Give is a singer-songwriter out of Canada that kay. also does voice acting because she has an interesting voice, and she was on Daria. And you like, but who did she play on Daria? Did she? Make, I don't know what the name is. Did she make out? That's an important Jane? piece of context, John. On the summer camp episode, she was like also at the summer camp with Jane, and and she like had a crush on Jane. It was groundbreaking television. Yeah, but did Jane have? I don't, I don't remember that much. Okay, well, I like that, how you talk I mean, about I the think, star, but not about the actual. I feel like person that's what would because I don't know. I don't remember the name of the character. I just remember it was Biff Naked. I feel like that's what would make someone. I've got to take my. I've got to take my. You getting you all need heated because I'm down. sweating. Just take that Tom's sweater off. So heated. Just ooh, just take off. You've never heard of Biff Naked? No, no, no. No one except for you here. You're hanging out with the Savenkos too much. I love Biff Naked. You've made that clear, yes. Yeah, she. I'm thinking about. She's a breast cancer survivor. Survivor. She had uh, this interesting heart issue that she didn't realize that she had where she could have died at any time. Uh, she's a rape assault, a gang rape survivor. She's had Jesus a very Christ. interesting life. Her bi- biography was a really great read, very inspiring. She was uh, adopted out of, I believe, Israel when she was obviously a baby. It's just, it was a good read. Read I, Biff Naked, I think is what it's, okay. what it's called. Yeah. We were talking about Jane Lane being bisexual. Yes. It just, Biff mean, Naked is in real life a bisexual as well. Okay. Well, well I mean, we didn't or say bisexual, anything about... Or bisexual, not a bisexual. That sounds weird. One of those bisexuals. One of those creepy, strange, of those aberrant bisexuals, yes. Those weirdos. Uh, we didn't say anything about Jane Lane other than she was there at summer camp with Biff Naked, who is yeah. bisexual. Yeah. Is like so we're not really sure is the point. Yeah. I think this is happening? the part where we start the show. But Jane Lane should be. She okay, is. fine. Whatever. I think they're 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 bringing Daria back. <laughs> We're just going to continue this That's conversation. Why not? That's, that is the word in the street. Yeah, I've heard similar things. Apparently, it's going to be uh, primarily Daria and her black friend. Oh. That's the that's the cool. Hip she was a cheerleader, and actually, there's actually a couple of uh, great uh, YouTube supercuts. Brittany, just no, the Brittany Bianca. Was the, Brittany was the idiot. Yeah, Brittany was the uh, blonde was with the pigtails, yeah, the big yeah. boobies. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, there's some excellent YouTube podcasts of just the scenes with like um, um, the that lady and the football player dude, like with their side commentary and all the goings on. It's pretty entertaining. I think it was her name, Bianca. What was her name? What was? <laughs> I, 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 I maybe think like she looks kind of like Bianca Lawson. 
They're also redoing Clueless, so I guess that basically it's officially a sign that all the kids who grew up in the 90s are now middle-aged and capable of spending money on things. Now they've got money, yeah. There's some disposable income there. It's one of the reasons why car parts got it for me, actually. Although I have noticed that most of we kids who have grown up in the 90s do have children and have less disposable income and, more importantly, disposable time. But you'd be surprised just how much you can milk out of somebody for the sake of nostalgia. Well, or, or buy the power of nostalgia. Not that I say. can. Well, you know, it's, it's difficult to milk you all together, Megan. Gross. <laughs> I'm more interested in the, the, uh, the milking of the time and not the money. I'm not uh, interested in somebody else's money. I want their time. Got you. Lots of people don't have it. Mm, understood. You know, people in general. Not, oh, a, hey. not a specific gender. So of course. you should totally introduce the show, Megan. Her name is Jody Landon. Jody Landon, yeah, lady who's the name the, of the black girl and Andaria. But the uh, other question, second is, cousin of Michael Landon. Well, the other question to ask John is, From what was the name of the Little character the that Biff Naked played on Daria? While you look that up, Megan, how about you introduce the show? Hey there, it's uh, it's secretly timid. Here you are. I mean, deliberately, because how would you get here accidentally? No one does that. It's a hell that, of a button click right that's there. That's foolish. Uh, so it's Meg. I'm. It's uh. It's me. I'm here, and uh, Otiano. Hi. And also John. Hey. And we've got two silent special guests. Oops. We've got uh, my very tolerant friend with the glasses, and the sweatshirt, and also Jesus and uh, Juice Boxer here. So. Allison. She played Allison on Daria. Is it summer yet? I will have to look that up. Allison. Allison was a popular name in the '90s. Allison's starting to happen. Well, it'd probably be the, the 80s. Because then it wouldn't it be our age in the 90s. No. Yeah, I Unless they're like babies in the 90s. I mean, I mean in pop culture, like when we were hearing about it. Because the cartoon didn't grow up in the 90s. It was oh. born in the, in the 80s. It was born in the 90s. Uh, let's talk about something else. I want to go back to the 90s. Why? I don't want to. I love the 90s. They were pretty... Fantastic. I'm, I'm really okay with not being back in the 90s. I had way less money then, but of my own. The only thing I did more in the 90s that I taxes, enjoyed though. more than I'm doing now is I got stoned more in the 90s. <gasps> Speaking of 90s, mm-hmm. the featured song today is, is um, I forgot, <laughs> but it's, it's by... Tell me it's Brian it's Adams. It's by a little band called Cake. Oh, God. Which, from Canada? Are they from Canada? They are. Well, What's wrong with Canadians, yo? Yeah. I happen to like a lot of Canadians. Are they from Canada? Um, um, maybe, maybe I'm thinking of somebody else. I really don't like cake very much. Well, do you want to take that out? No, I don't want to edit. I, they're not going to listen. It's called No, they're definitely shit. not going to listen to this. <laughs> if I've heard of this band, they are not If fucking... it was a local act, you better believe I'd be taking it out. But okay. Well, cake's Cake doesn't give a fuck about our opinion. This Least is, of which yours. Th- and, well... I mean that's true for people that I know. Is is this a band that uh, this is the going the distance band with the yes. guy with the conquistador fucking goatee bullshit? I mean I don't know if he still has it. it. Um, well anyway, I, it wasn't a full beard. Is the point? They did that's a the, bunch of, I like the song "Never There." That was a good song. Really? And they and on on all almost all their songs, there's one point where it goes hey, and then it shifts gears. There a little bit. there are those points in that. That's true. I have a lot of money. <laughs> the the audience is familiar with cake. I liked it's, it's fantastic food. 
One out. of my favorite things about going to the Grapevine Bar is putting ten dollars in the jukebox and playing all ninety songs. Although the which bar? The Grapevine Bar. Although yeah. the night of Brian's going away party, some motherfucking straight couple and I watched them do it. I hate them. But nothing but <sighs> uh, third eye blind Jeez, songs fuck. in the jukebox. And we're talking like deep cuts, not just like the, the most obvious songs. Like back B-sides. to back like they play the whole album. And so we had oh to sit, and I'm like, why? It made me so mad. Did I tell you the story about my, um, I guess she's my, se- if, if it's your dad's cousin, it makes it your second cousin, right? I don't fucking know. I think that's how it goes. So my, my dad's cousin, my second cousin, uh, uh, we went to, this was, this was, ni- this is 90s related. So in the 90s, I went with my dad. He went on a business trip to San Francisco, and we went to visit her. And um, her husband, and they were living in a house uh, paid for by my great aunt, who also lived there. And then um, uh, we were out to lunch or something, and my second cousin's husband was bragging to me about all of the money that they had, which was actually not their money. It was my great aunt's money. And uh, then he was like, you know, uh, you know, Steve, you know Steve, and I was like, I I know a couple people named Steve, yes, and he says, uh, you know Steve Jenkins from uh, from Third Eye Blind. <laughs> we were hanging out. And I was that like, was his like cool street cred yeah, story, yeah, yeah. really. Yeah, this guy's like I don't that know late forties, oh, and okay. I was in my early twenties, late teens, uh-uh. and I was like, that's a terrible band. Next <laughs> next time you hang out with him, tell him please not to make any more records. I've got a fun. Are you done? Hold on, no. Okay. And then, P.S. Long story long, uh, we think that maybe they killed my great aunt, <gasps> murdered oh, her. What? Yes. I did not tell you the story. No, you've not told us the story. There's a suspicion that maybe they they murdered my great aunt for her money. So she's dead now. The end. Then it was a successful murder. Well, so, it was because she's no longer alive. So, so uh, that's how that works. Wait, I have a Stephen Jenkins story. <laughs> All right, <laughs> okay. Um, my number one crush in the nineties, the man who made me realize that I might be a homosexual, <laughs> was Scott Weiland from a little band called Stone Temple Pilots. Yeah, Scott Weiland was also, also now dead. Really? Also he's, now he's dead. Now with my wait, great wait, aunt. There's... Scott Weiland died. I thought it was Lane Staley that died. No, they both died. He's dead. Well, fuck. One um, died before the other, but well, yes. they are now both deceased. There is a music video. He was, I think, I don't remember if it was for Plush. I don't remember it which. It was probably for Plush. Where he wore those green he pants. Had a few. Um, they, he had they those had green pants, and it was just a huge moose knuckle <laughs> that just. I'm sensing a theme regarding the taste. attention job. was on that I mean, this dick. Dicks are the theme for this. But, but then, so that was enough to make my eyebrow do like what it's doing right now. But then that video for Sour Girl, I was like, I'm in all the way for you, Scott Weiland. Or you're Just in Scott do Weiland. do whatever you want to do <laughs> See what I did there? to me. I would even have a threesome with Sarah, Sarah Michelle Geller for that video. Cause, oh, back to Stephen Jenkins. So um, you, you, you make a threesome with Sarah Michelle Geller sound like a punishment. She was really thing. sexy. Yeah. Seen that that uh did I, did I tell you that, that I had it I one yeah she was I had a threesome with like a, a straight couple but the guy was roller for her <laughs> what um, was that the guy was roller for her he was he was experimenting uh, um and was this M- Mitch McConnell was that no Mitch McConnell not Mitch voice? McConnell wow this uh, is so was having a threesome with Mitch McConnell and this Stephen Jenkins oh. story is it has a lot of branches to it um. <laughs> 
hopefully not like his Long penis. story long about my All the threesome. All of boring and the, underwhelming. The girl kept on wanting me to eat her out, and I was like, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I can do that. You That's politely okay. declined. No, yeah, I, was like, no, no I think no, I won't. But there is there is a magazine. Uh, for, I think it was the same magazine photo shoot for all like the '90s hot guy and bands. It's the same one that had Scott Weiland nude at a piano. Oh, I remember. Do you that. remember that? That was he, a hot photo. He was actually attractive in that photo. <sighs> he's not really my type, but he was actually attractive in that photo. I mean, he's not a bad looking dude. He's just no. really thin. I mean, he's way thinner now, but he well, was super the, thin back the, in yes, the day. Yes, he probably lacks a, a large amount of tissue given that he's. You know, he is. And why is it like a lot of uh, performers? Too soon, Megs. A lot of performers who had like a lot of uh, drug abuse in their past, they kind of talk like, uh, what's his name now? Uh, Osborne, Ozzy Osborne, where you can't like mumble, you can't really hear it. It's they... because you toast a lot of brain cells and nerve endings. But yeah, I mean, when some... they perform, they sing very eloquently. It's literally a different pathway in your brain. It's one of the reasons Singing why. Singing is not the most the articulate form of. Uh... Communication. Well, I, 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 while I, well, that that may be the case. Really? Definitely, the way you I okay, it's the same way. Oh, really? That, for example, um, you're wrong. There was a number of studies, or not even a number of studies. There was an incident where Mel Blanc, the guy who did like the voices of just basically basically Looney every Tunes. single Looney Tunes character you can think of, mm-hmm. um, he was in a coma and they could not get him to come out of this coma. And they were like, "Oh my God, he's going to die. It'll be terrible." So on and so on. And at one point, one of his uh, one of his doctors, one of his kids. Asked to speak to Bugs Bunny, and dude replies in character in the midst of his coma. And by virtue of getting him to talk in his various characters, they managed to get his brain activity up to the point where he was able to regain consciousness. So the neural pathway is necessary for you to sing. The neural pathway is necessary for you to affect an accent. Like, for example, if I do an accent, I stop stuttering. Entirely. You know, I I've never heard you stutter. I have a vague stutter, and whenever I get excited, it comes out. But if I speak in an accent, I never stutter. Hmm. And it's the same sort of thing. Your brain literally, it, I think, has to do with the amount of cognitive load involved and the different, like, the thinking about singing in addition to saying the words and the context for the words and the syntax for the words basically increases the cognitive load to the point where it's no longer an issue in that conventional sense. So that's one of the reasons why someone can speak and sound utterly like their own, or, or even an actor. Can, like Parker Posey, you ever actually see interviews with, with Parker Posey? No. She is amazingly intelligent and basically, but, but also just really kind of... She has that Valley Girl voice, but she has that in every single character. But also, but also she, she, she's her. one of these like kind of spacey people that's mm-hmm. kind of like, oh yeah, this thing and that thing, and she kind of hops between topics. But when she's acting, she's totally focused dead on point to that character. I mean, yeah, there's different uh, auspices that come into the fore. There's different um, avatars almost you inhabit depending on the neural pathways being enabled by or or being accessed by the personality traits and or um, affect that you are espousing. Hmm. Interesting. So Stephen Jenkins photo shoot. Right. Oh, speaking of uh, speech impediments, Stephen Jenkins. All these hot, you know, 90s band guys. I'm sure Gavin Rosdale was in there. I'm sure uh, Formerly married to Greg Stefani, which always freaked me out. Yeah. Oh, no I'm sure they're Nannies, am I right? Nannies. No clue. Always getting in the way. (laughs) If I was a nanny, I'd be like, yeah, you can do me too. Oh my Um, God, tell a story. Gavin Rosdale. So Stephen Jenkins. So all all the guys were like all like half naked, had, you know, all their pectoral muscles all glistening with sweat and fur and That's everything, not sweat, but, yeah. um, uh, but Stephen Jenkins was <laughs> oh in like God. a life jacket, I think, a life vest or maybe a bulletproof vest because he was a little chunky. <laughs> Why would he be in a bulletproof vest? I don't know because people hate chunky. People. Anyway, and it made me it made me laugh, not like happy laugh, but like. It was kind of humorous. Like the reason why was because he wasn't camera ready. <laughs> so they put him in like a. 
Put him in this corset, basically. They fat shame is what we're doing. How many dudes or ladies are quote camera ready in that context, though? Uh, Scott I mean, Weiland was camera ready. Kind of, he was because like, of heroin. He was That's like, probably why Scott Weiland was camera ready. Was because oh, of heroin. speaking of. I'm so, thank you very much. That is my. Uh, that's going to be my hot topic. Go on. Well, how about you instead tell us about your week, Megan? Oh, John goes to go first. Last. John goes first. Oh, John goes first. John, how? Because then he can't interrupt me. Exactly right. <laughs> Makes it a lot more difficult. Oh yeah. I don't interrupt you all that much. Oh girl. <laughs> Meanwhile, back in John's week. <laughs> back in reality. Go See, on. I'm having such a good time now. I don't. I don't even really want to share what my. Why I your week to was so kill bad. All men. No, my week was great. It was just these just past today. three days that have just been uh, just really frustrating. So my car, uh, its brake light was out, and there are some things like I'm not—I'm not a mechanic, but there's something that I can do. Like I can change light bulbs. Cool. I can change a fucking tire. Cool. Can't change my oil, so I'll take the car in to do that. But I'm like, I'm not going to take the car into a dealership or. Uh, any sort of like mechanic place to change a brake light. I can do that myself. Yeah. I can watch the YouTube t- tutorial. It's literally just unscrewing yeah, shit, yep. taking a light out, putting a light in. Easy peasy. That's how I fix my car most of the time is YouTube tutorials. YouTube's they're really great. Oh, it's got everything on there. I did, I did my bushings for with YouTube. It's fucking crazy. I would like to point out that OTNO has now interrupted me like three times. <laughs> I am adding to your point, sir. Please continue. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> so um, I got the light bulb and Unplug the electrical housing. Is that what it's called? Yes. The boop boop. Took it in my my house. I'm just going to, you know, just unscrew it, put the new light in, all done. Now, I bought my car used, so it's been worn heavy. So the the hexagonal screws on the inside, they're already kind of stripped a little bit. So I carefully unscrewed all of them except one. One, it was just too fucking far gone. Like, I could not... No, nothing that I could do could get this screw off. I tried Couldn't the rubber band. Off, huh? I tried even like putting a latex glove because it was thicker than a rubber it's band. Over screwed. Interrupting. I tried super glue. I tried hammering <laughs> it in because that was one of the things that you could do. I couldn't get it off. So I was like, fuck, I'm going to have to take it in. You tried the rubber band. Interrupting. I tried the rubber band. If you're listening and I interrupting, <laughs> you'd have heard me say that I tried the rubber band. <laughs> make sure that you tried it so um this morning I, I took it to quick car um bright and early just because i know they have because i don't have any power drills so i was just doing like a you know doing old-fashioned just my arm strength which is considerable but still it is <laughs> <That's> pretty fit <laughs> um so i was just you know you know like when you're just you're off to a shitty start with somebody i was off to a no. shitty start with this <laughs> no young idea. man that worked at Quick Car, um, because it was like f- from the second we started, it turned into a dick measuring contest with him tr- trying to order around to the other people. I, I would say this guy's still in his twenties, so um, we get the we we unscrew the the bolt that the from the very outside. Um, so I unscrew it and I drop one of it and it goes down and like it falls down to like the cage, you know, like where they're underneath to do the oil thing. And he said, well, that's gone. <laughs> and I said, you can't go down there and get it. Oh, no. And I was like, okay, fine, whatever. And so we we take part of the light off and it's still hooked to the electrical housing. 
And I was like, yeah, you can just pop that out. He's like, I, I don't think you can. I think it just stays in there. I'm like, no, you can, you can definitely take take the housing off. Oh, I don't think you can. I was like, um, I did it yesterday. So yeah, you can surely do that. So rather than I was like, you just get a flathead screwdriver and just bloop. He wanted to make a point and do it with his hand. So I'm like, whatever. I'm already like at a four instead of a 10. <laughs> um, and so he sees the one screw and he's like, oh, that screw's not going to come out. It's too stripped. You're probably going to have to buy a whole new backlight. And I said, I'm not buying a backlight, the whole backlight, just because of one strip screw. And he's like, well, do you want me to break it off? And I was like, yes, I would like you to break the little plastic part because there's still like four or three other things so even if that one force coming it's it's all good so we do that um with it with the combination of both uh, pliers and a lighter which i appreciated so he melted it down too so so right now i'm thinking this guy's my hero so we get that down unplug the light put the new one in thinking everything's fine i told no i tell him interrupting i tell him Reclaiming my time. <laughs> reclaiming my time. Reclaiming my time. I'm just kidding. You can interrupt me now. Um, it, when you when you screwed the remaining screws in because they were so, I asked him like if you had any more screws because two two out of the three remaining screws were already kind of stripped down, and so I was like, you know, I can just buy new screws and next time this happens, we won't be in this situation. Um, he said, no, we don't do that here. And I was like, that's cool. There's an AutoZone right across the street. I'll just go there. Can you please not? you know screw them in too tight oh sure no problem gets the screw and then like all like screws them in all the fucking way as if he was like at the grand prix like putting a new tire on and so like at this point i'm like i'm i'm immediately at an 11 i'm like let me just it's fine i was like how much show you nothing okay sweet so put the car back in and and he's like you're good to go and as soon as i turn the car on um, it was already like we had the key in the nation for the parking light. It says brake light out and now parking light out. And I said, oh, the indicator says that the light's out. He's like, oh, no, you're fine. And I was like, okay, fine. So I drive home thinking maybe it just needs to, the, setter, the sensor just needs to reset since it was already. Nope. Sure enough, that fucking light is out. Before it was just like the light didn't look like it was out because it was one of those headlights that, or brake lights that have the double, what's it called? The double filament. filament. So it was just like one of the filaments are out. But now the whole side's out. And now because this, the screws are stripped, I can't do anything. And I know it's not the electrical housing or it's not a fuse because the left, the other side's still on, right? I don't know what it is. So long story long, I'm going to have to take it into the fucking Fiat dealership to get to who knows. Who knows? Would you like a suggestion? No. Okay. He doesn't want one. I do uh, want that's one. Why I, I guess. Are you do you sure? want to wait for it? Just hit it fast. Um, How many times have you said that this week? <laughs> Just put it in. I would advise checking your fuse box first. But it can't be the fuse because the left brake light is on. If if, it would, if the fuse is broke. But that's both, why it, both that's lights why it could be, be the fuse because they're different. Sometimes no, they're not. I already checked. I was hoping so, that, but but the little like the yellow light that you know when you lock your car door, mm-hmm. that one's working. So I think it might be something like the electrical cord. Like when when he was yanking it, I think it might have damaged two of them. But just to verify, you're certain that the um, you you check the fuse diagram and there's not a separate distinct fuses. Yes, for left we can. Right I'll, I'll bring it up. You okay. can look at I, it. That's all I wanted to ask. Because it's yeah. like a Fiat, so it's like it just says rear lights, and it was just gotcha. one. Yeah. And so there was nothing for like brake light left, brake light left. Some, right. Yeah. Some vehicles have that. Some don't. It depends. Just want yeah. to check. 
Because that's what I was hoping. I was like, mm-hmm. just please yeah. be a fucking fuse. Because I don't want to have to try to uh, like I I didn't even bother trying to unlock or unscrew the the strip screws now because because I don't know maybe he didn't that fucking idiot didn't like put it in hard enough. I don't know. The one other thing to check would what to check would be to see if there are any Fiats of your same year and model in local junkyards because that way you can get the light housing there and it's entirely much cheaper than going to the dealer and having them <laughs> pay like three hundred fucking dollars for a fucking light housing. I'm gonna I just wanna pay I'm like I'm over now. Just just fucking pay me. And that's what I'm just fucking I wanna pay you pay you three hundred dollars. Just make it work. Make it Work, Barry, or whatever the fuck your name's going to be tomorrow. Just fucking make it work. And what really sucks is I took tomorrow off because I wanted to go to Windstar to play the tournaments. But it's just like the universe shitting on me because it's like, oh, it's a good thing you took that day off because now you're going to be <laughs> at the Fiat dealership. Talking to Barry. Well, he's going to he's gonna look, oh, looks like this thing's broken right well, here. If you're going to Fiat, it's probably going to be like Fabrizio or something. No, they're still... They only hire Italians there. I, I, man, it's not an Asian restaurant. It'd be great if the they did. At least I could look at some <laughs> thick Italian oh, cock while I'm waiting. Oh, God. But instead, wow. it's going to be Italian Barry. sausage always has fennel Hairy seeds. Italian you don't sausage, want that. Clear. What? Hey, some of us like fennel seeds, Megan. Well, you can like fennel seeds all you want, but they're terrible. Objective and subjective are different things, Megan. Well, not not to me, they aren't. Clearly. Uh, so speaking of, how was your week? My week Tell was me about that. subjectively and objectively quite delightful. I heard that in the paper. Yeah, yeah. What, what really? There's a write-up about me? That's oh, yeah. so charming. That's good to know. I'll check the Dallas Morning News. Chris is my, doing uh, freelance profile. now, so. <laughs> totally profile me. Do you like Chris? Me. What do I? Yeah, are you guys buddies? I, we we talk about music and stuff and Yay. You know. yeah. He's I like fun. my friends that are from different parts I, of the I, galaxy. I appreciate, are friends. Um, I appreciate their their critical eye and I appreciate um, the the he's a people, smart dude. Yeah, the, yeah uh, the people they speak to and how how um, um, how do I put it? How he can describe um, his feelings and or his experience of a series of events via a number of lenses. I appreciate those things about him. He could be on Daria. Yes, he would be a good boyfriend for Daria. That that's that's possible. Or they be too similar. I can tell you that that's not the case. (laughs) You're Jane, not Daria. Calm down, Megan. (laughs) Meanwhile, Uh, meanwhile, back to my week though. Um, I voted this week. Mm -hmm. Yay! Um, You waited a really long time. No, I did. I voted on like Tuesday. Shut up! You can still vote on Tuesday. Yeah, the last day was last day was Saturday, right? Friday. Friday. Yeah, I tried. Go on. Yeah. Um, I was the youngest person and the only brown person that was actually trying to vote at the Richardson Civic Center, which was entertaining. Um, or did I talk about this last week? I don't remember. You did not. Did you? Yes. Oh, I must not have been paying attention. That's because I said Richardson is in part, is uh, Dallas County. And you oh, said then yes. that was last week, not this week. Maybe I, did I vote two weeks ago? Time you can't means vote twice. I did not vote twice, I assure you. That would be a horrible, terrible Trump thing. Trump has been... Uh, only voted once. Warning me about people like you that yeah, vote twice. Yeah, apparently we exist and go out there and just vote in like 10 different precincts and fuck shit up. No, what happened this week? Um, I told you about the catastrophic car repair. They didn't go well. That was last week. What else happened this week? Oh my God, I'm losing track of time now. It's no good. Um, did anything interesting happen? Oh, right. Sorry. Clear on which week was which. Um, I had a cadaver lab that was entertaining. I got Ooh, to like, tell got us to about like that. play around with dead people. That was fun. Ooh. Um, there was a bit of lung juice that wasn't fun, but you know, hey, <laughs> happens. 
When you're trying to practice your Lunges. intubations and then someone else tries, hey, let's practice clearing the airway. And then they forget that because they're cadavers, there could be things in there. So we got this like goopy kind of like yellowish stuff. So, you know, definitely why airway, you, airway's clear now. Why would you now. try to clear the airway if I don't know why this person was feeling the need to try and do that, but they did and they got that airway nice clear all right. Nice for a good story though. There was goopy nasty It was all cleared out? Oh, it was cleared out now, yeah. And we practiced our um, uh, needle decompressions, and we practiced doing, um, what do you call them? The Xena move. Did Xenon move? Xena. Remember Xena, Warrior Princess? What about Xena, Warrior Princess? Whenever anybody was in trouble, she was like, give me a reed. And then she'd plug a reed inside their trachea hole, and then that blood would squirt out. That is a cracheotomy, which is different from needle decompression. Did you do one of those? Um, we did practice one of those to get the uh, landmark anatomy down to know where the... Uh, cricoid thyroid membrane was and the you know, little notch in the thyroid as well to be able to find the appropriate spot to stick that reed but that only works if your airway is if your upper airway is obstructed mm. it's not some I mean or if you're, if you're an anaphylaxis and that doesn't work if like if you've literally stopped breathing sticking a hole in your trachea is not going to help is well, your trachea you, up here or down I can't your, remember your, where your they trachea do basically it. goes from the beginning of uh, goes from basically the uh, just beneath your vocal cords to like the, this is my Adam, so it's down here, right? Well, well it's you, not you, your Adam's Adam. Your Adam's apple covers your tree. The Adam, Adam's apple in males is a layer of cartilaginous tissue that um, covers your voice box, but just beneath your voice box, where the trachea begins and it ends, where your uh, um, uh, bronchus separates at the at the carina in each individual lung. And if I may, yes. it is the sexiest a layer of cartilaginous material. <laughs> the, the the carina or the you uh, like Adam's uh, apples? Oh my god! Oh really? A big one. No. So good. Really? Uh, sure. Why not? How anything big is yours? Can, uh, anything that you guys I, can do mm. that I can't do, I think is kind of sexy. So a little bit. Math? <laughs> change a tire. <laughs> hey, Megan can change. Megan can change a goddamn tire. If she could change a tire. Changed then why did you change her tire? She, he I, I did, did not change her tire. Oh. I simply changed advised her in regards how to do it. She did it. Oh. I didn't have any tools because mm-hmm. they were gone. I literally loaned her tools not and, a and euphemism. basically like offered occasional pointers. <laughs> Megan changed her own tire. I'm sir. Not saying I because I was born without a penis. Mm-hmm. I could. But you do have it. a penis. It's just a little. It's your clitoris. It's just embryologically speaking. Please don't he's say correct. that because. <laughs> That's what it is, though, right? That I might want to date on the podcast. Like my penis is your clit. Embryologically speaking, basically, like and my and your ovaries are my testes. Testes? No, 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 no. Whoa, whoa. Let's be clear here. Ovaries and testes are the same, but scrotums are the same thing as labia. Yeah, or menorah. Excuse me. Mm -hmm. Minor details. And our nipples are the same. Yeah. Just they are the same. Well, not, I mean, I mean, minor. We just lack memory better. glands. Better. <laughs> tissue but don't like. I thought there was some drug now ligaments. that could make men uh, able to produce lactose to give to babies. Wait, what? Yeah, you haven't heard that thing. It was a couple years ago, and like men are now are capable of breastfeeding. If capable right of lactating. Drugs. I don't yes. producing lactose per se. Lactose is a different thing entirely. Capable of doing this thing that they don't actually care about doing. Yeah, there's no, so there's not, no men there's having not a milk shooting market for that. Actually, but we were talking about a week before we got very distracted. Did the cadaver smell? Um, mostly a formaldehyde. There was definitely an yeah. undertone of death itself, but yes. Do what I learned Do they cover about, their faces? Uh, they, they cover their genitals, not their faces. <laughs> That's fucked up. That's very American. Why is that fucked up? If we're, if, we're, if we're doing airway work and practicing our ability to be able to place ET tubes in these mannequins, we're not particularly concerned about covering faces to obstruct that activity. 
cover and even then the genital covering is mostly to make folks not feel awkward because let me tell you something that's my point huge hair i would pubes. be even more awkward i'd be like what's going on underneath that little sheet uh number one john they're dead number i know two so it's curious. female mannequins so you wouldn't be interested and number three would you really want to yeah, see a floppy yes. dead cock yes and he Fair has enough. also. This is yeah. <laughs> what John does in night with a shovel. I mean, and we all have. Attention map of Come Dallas on, materials is his business. All three of us at this table have seen floppy dead cocks. <laughs> yeah, that's also true. Actually. Oh. That's so sad when you're trying to I get know, one erect, and it's like it's not going to work. So just call it a night. I, I, I was speaking more of literal than figurative death. It's but so sure. sad when there's like a limp dick. What's the difference, really? Have you ever had that? Sadness, like a limp sadness dick is your... a limp dick in your yeah. mouth. Is that what you're saying? It's the yeah, worst. that's why I don't it's eat the fish. Worst. Wow. That's, that's like, oh. I don't know what fish you're referring to. I thought fish was a synonym for an entirely different set of genitalia. Well, you would think so, but not in this context. Right. Sure. So, anyway, back to Laying my week there. where I was talking about cadavers. Oh, your and... week wasn't about dicks? No, actually, there oh, was I'm not sorry. a lot of dicks during my week. It was, Go uh, on. yeah. At this point, I'm done. I, I got. The, I'm so horribly derailed from talking about cadavers that, like, you know, which did not involve dicks, coincidentally. Although I did hold a brain, a heart, a pair of lungs, a kidney, a stomach, a GI tract. I can't do what a, you do. I can't do that. Um, you held it like a baby, or like. Um, well, given that it was not really like. Thing that you had to be careful with it, but I didn't cradle it close to my breast or anything like that. No, it was more just like, oh, look, I've hefted a three pound brain, and it was kind of, oh, and I held a spinal cord that was kind of cool. Ew. And understanding that, like, you know, hey, I'm holding the entirety of, you know, as far as uh, personality speaking, I've held the entirety of someone in my hands. That was interesting because don't forget that all the muscle and bone and like, you know, wacky stuff exists mostly to protect that. I learned that on uh, what's this? What's the new podcast that I really like? That's from the women that used to be the heads of stuff Mom didn't tell you, and now they have they they quit that show and they have their own podcast. I think it's called Unladylike. Um, oh my god, it's called Strumming Music. Oh, you know what we forgot to do? What is life? this bullshit? That is, that's Republica. I, yeah, I hit is. I hit uh, Pandora. Sorry. Actually, didn't Wrong we, did, didn't button. we forget to do that? By the way, what? Song no, we didn't. we didn't. We didn't forget it that. It was cake. Oh, right. Wait. You guys don't, l- I don't was... listen when I speak. Oh, my God. You just played Republica. It's it, not by choices. I opened Pandora, sure. and that's because what they thought. Because you have a Republica station on it? No, I had a Liz Fair station on it. Megan, how about you tell us about your week to But wait, let me, let me oh, tell boy. you what, let me finish their cadaver wait. talk. I yes. learned on Let un- John finish your week. I, yes. I learned on Unladylike that mm-hmm. cadavers themselves are not like riddled with diseases. No. That they're perfectly, it's perfectly safe I to mean, be they, with a dead body. They can't live for very well, long, the diseases. It depends on what you mean by cadaver. Do you mean as in like... Like a dead body. Do you mean as in already treated with stuff or do you mean as in starting to decompose? I'm like pre like just dead. Like just a dead body. Like freshly dead? Sure. Give it a couple of hours, I don't know if they specified. No, I think that they said like even like it's just, it's okay to be around dead body without contracting horrible. There's there's this thought that that they're just like germ-ridden things but i mean yeah if, i'm sure if there's some flies buzzing around it leave it alone but it definitely, their personalities body. are usually better it definitely depends on how long and you know what you're doing with the body but in general <laughs> as long as oh, the body is just kind of hanging out there man. for a couple hours yeah man mansplain yeah. the unladylike podcast that'll go no i'm well. just saying that like you're speaking a very you, blanket you term you i'm asking you for first for specificity that you're not able to give so i don't want to have our listeners out there thinking that like and like you know leave grandma chilling in the bed for a couple of weeks and it's fine oh 
key I mean, listeners, even, I'm even, looking out for you. Even in the 19th century, they knew that that was not cool. Yeah. Oh. But that being said, so, Megan, how was your week? Well, there were no uh, no literal cadavers. <laughs> figurative only? Only figurative. What did I do this week? Went to work. Uh, it was pretty uneventful. Uh, I bought some new witch shoes, which I fucking rocked at Bacon Church today. It worked out pretty well. You went to Bacon Church and got back before two? Oh, yeah. Wow. Because I suggested that we go to 11 instead of 12. <laughs> that was me. Um, I like see. that suggestion. You should do that every week. Well, it's only because I accidentally woke up early today. It's oh. only because we went to a location that required a drive as opposed to a casual stroll. Yeah. yeah Where'd yeah. you all go? We uh, went to... Gung Ho. What's that? Lower Greenville. Oh. It's uh, one of these Asian fusion places, but when I say Asian fusion, normally it's a very dark, terrible, and stupid term. This is actually delightful and pleasant and delicious. And it was fine. They they used dark meat for their For the love rice. of God, Megan, you're one of like five people on the planet that cares about that. Uh, I'm not because the really cheap uh, Chinese restaurants use white meat. So. Um, so wait, wait. The really cheap ones use white meat. You went to a place that used dark meat and you're mad about the place for using what you're stating via, via inference is a more expensive kind of meat? No, 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 no. I'm saying the expensive place uses, uses the cheap meat. Well, arguably, when it comes to cheap in this context, the idea of white meat is largely a class thing because generally the meats that contain more mitochondria and are worked more taste better. It's literally a matter of, oh, it's white meat, and oh, it's white rice, and oh, it's white you say bread. Worked, worked more. What do you mean by that? As in thighs are worked more than wings and breasts. Are they? Well, I guess I mean if, if you're, they're. If, you, if, if you're, we're if talking you're a flightless about bird, then yes. Okay, fine, fine. <laughs> but traditionally, uh, I just like the leaner meat. That's all. And and, and as uh, many a chef would say, fat equals delicious. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? Fuck you. Okay. I'm not a chef. Sure. I'm uh, just saying, please, I mean, I, I, I respect your desire personally for not consuming those things. Like it. I don't know. You are welcome to your doesn't opinion. It all sound the like only that. issue I take with it is you go from, hey, I dislike this thing to this thing is disgusting and a blanket like everybody feels this way kind of way. When no, I know that, that everybody doesn't feel that way. I'm just saying, because usually at the like lower quote unquote class places, I get the white meat, I assumed that there would be the leaner meat in the fried rice, and there's not. So if you're going to go to Gung Ho, I just feel like you should know that. Class in food is weird. Uh, it is, and actually that is what my brother's dissertation is on. Yeah. Lobster used to be lower class food until the tourist decided they liked it, and then it became upper class food. I did fancy. read something about that, actually. Yeah, class recently. And same thing for thighs. Like chicken thighs, yo, it's all a matter of this white meat is fancy. Even though white meat is objectively drier, less fatty, and hence by a lot of palates, less delicious. That's what I like about it. it it's it, You know what it also is? is more consistent in its texture. You mean less fatty? Yes. And that's what I like. I just want consistency. I want to know what to expect in my mouth. So you don't like surprises in your mouth? Uh, only if I ask for them. Uh, I like surprises in my mouth, Megan. Which occasionally I do. I love surprises in my mouth. You let people come in your mouth? I like surprises I didn't in my mouth, think that no. you were, I thought you'd be like... I like surprises They're in my so mouth. There are so many germs. Oh, no, he's not a germaphobe. 
Not have really. You been to no, his I'm place? definitely a fan of partners getting tested and shit yeah. for us. I'm not crazy. What do you mean, have you been to my place? Are you fucking kidding me? My apartment is not that nasty. Fuck. I'm oh, you messy. You're, are you not hermetically sealed. Is all I'm saying. Are you a messy person? Oh, you're, I am not a messy person. I'm a busy person. If I have time, he my apartment's busy. clean. He's very busy. But I'm not busy. But I am busy right now, and I am deeply ashamed of how dirty my apartment can get when I'm busy. Okay. Back to my week. So, yes, I please. like the lean meats. I like uh, I like filet over ribeye or what the fuck ever cuts there are for beef. I like uh, white meat chicken. Consistent. I know what to expect. Industrialized. All the way. Right? Hot dogs. Totally consistent. Oh, you shouldn't eat hot dogs unless they're the Jewish kind. <laughs> what are they called? I, I had a brain fart to hit. What are they called? Kosher. Kosher. Or, kosher. That's or, what I was thinking. Not- or, 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 or halal for that matter. I, I do actually clear, prefer so. Vienna beef hot dogs. Wow. Those are the ones with everything just grinded in together. Yeah, you, you understand the, that, that you're, you're sacrificing, you know, like textual consistency for literally like, you know, pig noses. And, and assholes. Stuff. No, Vienna beef hot dogs are made out of beef. There they can be. Okay, Fine. Pig. Fine. Cow noses and all the extra parts Ugh. they can't put into like steak. They have a delicious, sweet and savory taste. I'm glad and you enjoy them. Just understand that just because someone is like managed you're glad to make about the thing, that. like chicken nuggets, the same way. It's all the, the extra only parts place here that I go for for hot dogs is Wild About Harry's because they have the Vienna beef with the fucking poppy seed bun. Anyway, the point of my week was yes. not your culinary week. Please, go on. because Please. obviously I'm I am no go kind on. of. Uh, I'm not any kind of like culinary uh, sophisticant or whatever. Clearly. I don't even know if that's a word. Clearly. Clearly. Whatever. I talk about chicken nuggets all the time. I don't know why this is a topic of conversation at this point. Uh, I went on a date uh, on Tuesday. It was my second date um, with the gentleman with whom I went on a date last week. And it was... Who does not know about the podcast? Who does not know? Well, he knows about it. Well, I thought, yeah, I thought we weren't going to be talking about boys on... No, no, no. We didn't say that. Did oh, we say, we I thought we that. did, like, no. a, like a month or two or three no. ago. No, we never said that. Okay. We didn't. I mean, what else would I talk about? Because I'm a lady. <laughs> I don't have anything else but boys to talk about. Megan, this podcast fails the Bechdel test. Just That's what I was actually thinking. That, but I can't, all, remember. All, I can't remember the name. I can't remember the name. Yeah, this is... I'm ashamed of myself. That's why I'm on this podcast. Because it doesn't require, like, you know, uh, self-confidence or whatever. So, <laughs> uh, All right. Anyway, so, uh, so I went on a date with a gentleman with whom I went on a date the, the week before. Uh, and it was lovely. It was really nice. And, Are we uh, allowed to ask questions? Yeah, sure. Go I'll ahead. ask them off. Off the air. Go ahead. I'd like to workshop this with you, actually. No, I'm afraid, because no. all the questions I want to ask, I ask can't him. ask on the air. He doesn't know what the podcast is. I, in fact, he came do. in, and, and every time he comes in, and it's only been twice, but he's come in my apartment twice, and he's like, <laughs> so the podcast, and phrasing, I was like... Phrasing, uh, phrasing, phrasing. What? Whoa, he's whoa. come in the apartment twice? No, I told you last week, it's not a euphemism. Okay. We're not talking about uh, that one guy, a friend of mine who's... Do you totally say come come in the ass? What? <laughs> what? That that's is not what I said. That's no. what that's what my eyes read no. from your lips. No, Megan is be- definitely not down with ass coming or ass altogether. <laughs> that is clear. Uh, I I didn't say that. I'm just saying like this is not 
That doesn't have anything <laughs> pull to do with Pull up, pull up. That doesn't have anything to do with my week, to be clear. Yes. All right. It smells like gas in here. It does. It does. There's a lot of natural gas in my apartment. Yo, um, we, we look up the name of that chemical they add to the gas to make it a warning. Oh, I know what it is. I'll, 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 we'll talk about it later. Uh, New London, Texas is a good... I mean, that's where this started. Got gotcha. you. That's, that's how that came to be. Anyway, uh, regress. Megan uh, Foster is one of my favorite did things, you have, by the way. <laughs> Ooh, how about that local sports team? Yes. Did you have a question for me, Not John? fit for air. No, go ahead. I was going to ask unfit for air. I can't. I'm not going to. I'll ask you later. Okay, fine. I'm too embarrassed to ask. Well, we had a, a very good time. Um, we went to, he took me to a kind of fancy-ish restaurant, and I ordered the most expensive thing and then did not eat it. Because it wasn't cooked all the way, so maybe it was not supposed to. And he wasn't upset. He didn't care at all. Is he rich? I mean, what, he is, he, what does he do for a living? <gasps> he's an attorney. No, he's a he's an engineer. Engin- oh, they're rich. Depending on what type of engineer. Uh, well, um, so um, so we did that, and on the way back to the car, he. Held my hand. Which oh, I, was, I don't like that. I you don't that like hand holding. I do John? not like hand holding. Jimmy yeah. tries to hold my hand when we watch TV, and I'm like, I just go limp, and I'm hold, like, just what if I hold I your hand for find, the rest of the I find podcast. an excuse to like get my hand back. Is I hate John's it. Hand and John is I don't like holding away. hands. John doesn't like physical contact unless it's genital and genital. Okay. That's no. correct. So I, I I really liked it. I thought it was sweet. Uh, and it surprised me, and and I think for like just one second I was like, like pull back a little bit, like what's that? Who's that? Oh, it's you. Okay, all right, I'll do it. Uh, so we came back here, we had good uh, conversation, and mm. um, did your anyway. bodies talk? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> who uh, sings that? Who is that? Uh, Olivia Newton John. Word. Okay. Good. Fantastic. Uh, also, and uh, so then he was like, um, I was like, okay. And he goes, I'll just go down and get my my bag. And I was like, oh, are you staying here? Oh. And he said, yeah, is that okay? And I was like, no. Yeah, okay. Oh, no. Yeah. No, I don't no, like no. that at all. No, I liked it. Oh, okay. Some, uh, some people enjoy snuggling, John. I, I do like it quite a bit. If it's if it's somebody that I actually like, mm-hmm. if it's somebody I don't like, I would prefer that they not do that. Generally, that's to me. A, that's a pretty common. It's pretty opinion. universal, yeah. I think. See, if I were you, the entire night I'd just be staring up at the ceiling, thinking there's somebody next to me in bed, and I wish they were not next to me in bed. I mean, I was doing the first bit, like, uh, oh, there's somebody next to me in bed. I can't go to sleep. Because most dudes snore. Yeah, that's when you like get him like one of those nasal strip thingies, or you like you know cover just, his mouth uh, and watch Jimmy him slowly snores. thrash as he as like his light, as like a lady. I just put the, uh, the earplugs, earplugs in. Earplugs also help. Yeah, yeah, but I didn't do that this time because I was just you like, liked listening to him breathe. No, that's not why. I I just couldn't like get free enough to get into the nightstand drawer <laughs> to get the. Oh, you didn't want to wake him. I didn't want to wake him. Next time, just gnaw off his arm. I really think that would make for a bad third date. It'll grow back. It's fine. I don't think that's how that works. Oh. That only happens with the liver, actually. Exactly. Yeah. I'm gnawing so. my liver right now. What? <laughs> Your liver grows back? Oh, my God. If you 
uh, up to 50% Oh, is that why your... people like can donate their liver? It is yes. the most regenerative oh. organ in the body. Yes. So if you, uh, up to 50% of your liver will grow back mm-hmm. in two weeks. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I'm not just like continually... Like donating one half of my liver and then the other. Once probably the because other. We should probably do because that. Then using, I would have probably because you're using the other half for booze, Megan. No, but I, no, what I'm saying is like I could have a new liver like every month. Well, it, it, it is a difficult But then you get a whole lot of scars, wouldn't you? I don't care. I don't look it. <laughs> the liver's put, not in the outside I don't of the put body, an so outfit on it. I just saturate it with liquor. Hmm. So anyway... Uh, so, so I had, and you know, he did the like, um, you know, like spooning thing and then the like, spoon, little spoon? I was a little one. Oh, did you have gas at all? No, <laughs> that's the worst feeling is like no, when you're with, you're with somebody and you're like holding in a please. fart the entire night. Please, please, please. I've been doing this for 38 years. I've never farted in my entire life. She's that's a woman. Everybody knows we don't fart. That's why my personality is so terrible. You just do it in private. Oh, like no. most people should. I don't ever want to be in a relationship where you're that comfortable with another that you can just actually, rip one. I want to be in a relationship with somebody <laughs> where we occasionally have contests. No, I don't. Uh, no, I want no part of that. That I don't wanna, it's so grosses me out. Why? I don't want to. I just do don't want to hear. I just don't want to hear. Methane I don't is part want. Of life, John. There are. You should be private about stuff like that. You, know, you should I, excuse yourself to the restroom or the should. hallway and then, or and, and then the commit your normal biological process then, that yes. all the rest of the mammals yeah, yeah. this planet do. I don't, do I don't even yourself. like burping to be perfectly honest. <sighs> I don't like it when you burp. I, I was married and I didn't hear that guy fart one time. Social you encoding have divorced. is so goddamn weird. What? I said you shouldn't have divorced. Well, there are a number I mean, of other reasons why yeah, she definitely yeah. should have divorced. I mean, that really wasn't the like. Did you let this engineer know that that's one of your roles is don't ever pass gas in front of me? I really think it's too soon for that. Well, the first time he does and he looks at you thinking it's cute, you say never again. <laughs> that's your no, one oh, free no, pass. No, no, no. He was. He don't was, do that again. He was sleeping. Oh, he, he didn't know. He, he didn't one? know. Oh. And and since he doesn't listen to this podcast, he won't know. Uh, Until if I later, pick- I tell him what it's called, which I. Should probably don't. not do. Why don't you guys remind me uh-huh. not to do that? If I was to pick all the things I could possibly imagine that were desperately important to me in a relationship, I would probably forget to mention flatulence because seriously, are you fucking serious? Is it that important? You just call well, it flatulence. You know flatulence. Yes. You, Flatch. You're not a, flatulence. You're a very not enlightened flatulence. young man. I wouldn't even say it's enlightened. It's just a matter you, of like you fucking should say that because uh, ask the women here. Like none of us have like been with dudes that are like. Oh, it's okay if you've got a muffin top. That's totally hot. Or um, mm-hmm. you can go ahead and fart. It's whatever. Like that's the because kind of I recognize shit. that you're human and have biological processes that well, take you place know what? within your body. I think that's lovely, but you are a unicorn. There, uh, there are no more of you. There are okay? several more of me. Well, why don't you give me their phone numbers? Because they don't have beards. I wonder if Cindy farts in front of Doug. There they are. She oh, does. She, she definitely <laughs> does. She, she, Cindy she definitely farts in front of Doug. She really can't. Yeah. And um, that's fucking awesome. Also, she's married with kids, so it's really hard to get away. Yeah. <laughs> Is that the only reason why she doesn't fart? Once a woman has kids, no, that's, that's when she she's does. finally allowed to fart with her because she can't go anywhere else? I mean... Wow. I've had a couple of female friends that have been very... Uh, actually, uh, m- uh, Chris dated one of them. And she was just like, I'm just going to fart all the time. So that's what women do in the bathroom when they go together. It's like, oh, no. we're, we're, we're totally all going to no, go No, 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 no. We're we, all going to go and fart. No, we don't, even, we don't even do it in front of each other. 
I I I don't even do it in front of myself. So I'm not gonna make sure to tell all of my. I wait till I'm asleep. I'm gonna make sure. I'm, I'm gonna make sure and tell all of my M to F transgender friends the most important thing that you have to know. Apart from everything else, the most important thing is you are no longer allowed to fart do not ever under any circumstances. That's the thing you have to know is that your you farting store it all up. Basically, you do it when you find sleep. that find That's that right. one. Find a field several miles outside of town that you visit approximately once a week yeah, man. to let them all out oh because God. it's the only time you're allowed no, no, to fart. No. no. Sorry. I uh I'm a feminist and I can't Oh my do it. fucking god. Okay. I can't do it. This is the part where we uh take a break before we segue on. No, the next I'm not finished with well, my goddamn finish. week. Well, if you'll let me. Oh, you're Can oh, I can oh, I finish? Oh, oh, can I finish? Oh, do you finish? Now it's Ross Perot. Can I finish your fart first? Can I finish? Finish your fart first. Can I finish? Finish your fart first. Finish your fart first. Is that no, what you said? There is no, there's no fart. There's is no that? Fart. Is that? I think that's going to be the title. Okay. <laughs> Please. Oh my god. Oh my god. Starring oh a single by cake. So anyway, uh, so he stayed, and uh, I was a little spoon. And then, like in the morning, I was late for work, and I made up some story about like about my my tire being flat and changing in the rain Fill or whatever. Farts next time. Uh no, and <laughs> and uh, we just like. Uh, he would wake up and he would like grab onto me and then push his morning wood into no, your butt. No, no, yeah. not even that. And Aww. then like fall right back to sleep. And I know he was sleeping because he was snoring in my ear. And was uh, this pleasant? It kind of was. <laughs> and I know how like dumb that is to say. That's not dumb. That's wonderful. But it was really nice because I, you know, yeah. like, don't I fall don't... in love yet. I don't like a lot of soon. people. It's also nice to just appreciate human fucking contact. Okay, okay. so, so obviously, love? <laughs> Fuck. obviously, this is all going to fall apart pretty soon, oh and I can't God. wait to tell you guys about that in the podcast. Uh, uh, something terrible is going to happen. Why? So I, I've been like coming up with, uh, you know, like thinking about like like what is he doing that's telling me that he's trying to trick me he doesn't actually yeah, like you sound like a Cosmo you sound like a cover of Cosmo yeah. 10 things your man does to tell you that yep. even though he's been awesome this whole time he's secretly Funny terrible you should yep. say that look I've for read, red flags look I've for red flags quite, quite a few God. Cosmo uh, articles on the internet this week I'm sure it makes have. me fucking crazy when I like somebody uh, and they go on more than one day with me, I lose nice my you. fucking mind. But I can't let them know that, so I tell all of you guys that. Uh, and then I stay home and I masturbate like all day long. Megan? That's what I did yesterday. I had so many errands to run yesterday, and all I did was masturbate and take a nap and then masturbate a bunch, and then I went out to the bar with Jesus. I didn't even do that. Hey, 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 Megan. That's what I do when I'm really frustrated. I just like, it's wow. like serial masturbation. It's like four times in a row. Like, how many times can I come in 30 minutes? Hey, Megan. And I'm the answer is five. Jealous. Hey, hey, Megan. What? I really, really like you, and you're a really nice lady. <sighs> but? <laughs> That's the point. There is no but. Thank but you. maybe you're masturbating too much. Fuck you, John. <laughs> definitely, I am. Definitely I have literally not. masturbated four times a day before. And it was amazing. Definitely so not doing that. 
Not within thirty minutes. It's physically the impossible. That, that, that is only that, that's the only reason why. I By like the fifth time, no, where you did, was no, it just like one little. That's, it was a. It was a cloud of dust, <laughs> no. and b. The only reason I did not do it was because it's much harder for men to masturbate that many times in thirty minutes. See, I'd rather I'd minutes. rather edge for like two hours than do it multiple times. Good for you. Day. And why? I, I, yeah. Because it the the, it's amazing. the outcome like, is a lot better that than like fucking torture. That's terrible. But you have to like for me. I have to shower afterwards. I can't just like. <laughs> Okay, shower, well, mop up, and I mean, why do you have to shower? Because I don't, I don't like, mean to brag, I but like my my all... completions are fairly clean. So mine are dirty, you know, and then whatever. I don't like I don't like a sweaty crotch. I like to clean it up you, and then you put like powder. Bomb, <laughs> yes. I was about to ask. Yeah. Yep, you're oh, a gold bomb medicated powder yes. guy. I'm not surprised. This is what this podcast is all about. Really, pretty much. Talcum, yeah. not gold bond. Oh, no, my bad, my bad. definitely not gold bond. Powdered balls. So uh, so anyway. Um, my week from, went from like really nice to me like saying, don't enjoy this and then fuck you and, you know, go into emotional turmoil. So that's where I am right now. Well, I'm glad that, you're, that, that you, uh, you know, self-medicated with lots of masturbation. That helps a lot. I'm under go. the erroneous impression that if I, uh, if I get to choose the thing that destroys everything, that I will... Um, that I will suffer less. <laughs> and that's not actually true. From experience, I will tell you objectively that is not true. But, but At least still, you acknowledge that you're self-destructive. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's kind of my thing, you know. That's, that's, I put it on my dating profile. I would say don't drink heavily around this person because that's when the self-destruction is going to really kind of come out. Idea. I mean, drink a little bit. Drink a little bit, just don't get drunk. What he said. Okay. That's like, I'm afraid of, like, if I ever need surgery, I don't want Jimmy to be there. Because if I get fucked up, I'm afraid I'll be like, You're not gonna be these those, are like, the things that I don't like about this situation. I'm, a, I'm afraid I'm going to be like, Jimmy, I love you. No. You're not going to be one of those super cute people that, like, wakes up in anesthesia going, oh, who are you? No, I get really You're angry. I get ever seen really angry when I am under. Did I tell I cussed you? my mother out when I got my wisdom teeth out. <laughs> Did I tell you guys that I woke up during a colonoscopy once? Why that sounds you, exciting. You get a colonoscopy. You're not 50. No, I'm not. <laughs> she had no. like just issues. Well, wow, John. That no, was some not shade really. There. Thanks for you that. You just got one for fun? It was super uh, preventative, which I guess I appreciate. Yeah, polyps are a thing. They yeah, no, like... I didn't even have that. There was nothing. There Why was nothing did you wrong. get your camera up your butt? Look, look. I told you. Why is the gay man so incredulous about cameras and butts? Because that procedure is not like look, I just to- for shits and giggles. Mm. Speaking of, so I, I told you that I, I used to be not really very regular. Right? Oh, okay. So, no. you know, like every once in a while there would be... A gap. Whatever. And so... How many... Are we talking days? Oh, like six. <gasps> I know. Oh. That's a good reason to get wow. a call. Wow. So then, yeah. you're, you know, your PCP asks you, like, do you ever have... You know, and you're like, well, Yeah. And they're like, oh, God, okay, go to the, you know, have a Which is a logical response. So, yeah. fine. You should have got an enema first. That, that would Oh, no, I, get I it don't, out. I really don't want that. So, I would take well, an I mean, enema over a I mean, now I know, I, now I know I also don't want colonoscopy. Yeah. I can't believe I'm talking about this. This was not part of my week. I know, I know what this I'm going to get you for Christmas. No. <laughs> an anal douche. So, uh, so <laughs> I had one. Not everybody wants to have a Christmas. And the, the ex-boyfriend from West Virginia took me. Because, cause, you know, they, they put you in there to this, like, twilight sleep. Right? Yeah, they need to. Right. Um, which is not really, like, anesthesia. It's, like, somewhere in between. 
But you're asleep. You're unconscious, right? Well, we're getting there. Oh boy. So you're supposed to be. Uh, so they they ask you like, do you want to go to the hospital and have like a a basically surgical procedure where they put you completely under, or do you want to no. do the twilight sleep? And I was like, please, twilight. let's just do the twilight sleep. You know, like I don't have a lot of time, and I don't want to go to the hospital or whatever. So, um, so the the answer <laughs> for reference, anytime that anybody asks you that, just say, I want to be put completely under and go to the hospital, please. Mm. That's what you should say. So Did it hurt when you woke up? Well, I'm gonna tell you that just now. So so I went in and they give you this like twilight sleep semi uh anesthesia or whatever it's called. And do you know um, what the drug was? I, I wanna don't. guess ketamine, but go ahead. I do not Special I do not. K? The day rape club? That is our drug? That is a medically advisable. I definitely did not get day raped, and I'll tell you why I know that. So um so so they also did a uh endo- endoscopy because mm-hmm. I have really bad heartburn all the time. But and I they have, think both are connected because your mouth and your ass is just one big tube. It really basically is, I guess. I don't know. But it I've had her is. I've had heartburn <laughs> since I was a, a child. Like I remember having like horrible heartburn when I was a kid. Because I'm I'm an anxious person. Whatever. Because I know that, you know, I'm going to... I knew from the beginning that I was going to die. <laughs> so, which isn't untrue. That's going to happen. So I want to be shocked when it happens to me. Well, wouldn't that be nice? So, uh, so I go in. They do the endoscopy first. Thank Christ. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. And then... Uh, so then they're doing the colonoscopy bit. And I fucking wake up and I open my eyes. Yeah. I can't believe I haven't told you guys this. This was like, if, if I've ever had a trauma in my life, it was this. I'm fucking, now I'm fucking serious. Okay. Uh, if I've ever had a trauma, it was this. So I wake up, I open my eyes and there's a fucking monitor. Like ah! as big as my fucking living room television, which is not small by the way, cause I like technology and film and, uh, I open my eyes and there's my fucking colon, like the inside of my fucking colon. And I feel this like horrible feeling like I've never felt in my life. And, you know, like I'm not I'm not conservative sexually or whatever. So So it was like more than that. feeling. Oh, my God, girl. It was like they were all up in that (laughs) shit. Literally. Did you feel like a puppet on a? And I and I, I remember this very distinctly. I was like. What? What? Get out! Get out! And I'm screaming. I'm screaming. And the nurse is like uh, saying to the doctor, she's awake. She's awake. And, and, and he sounds very annoyed. Uh, I remember his name. I'm not going to say it on the air, but he's a fucking dickhead. So he goes, I know. I know, Shirley. I have two ears. Yeah, Denise. I heard her. Uh well, he probably, give her give her he, some more. He, he, he probably also noticed that the uh, camera gear he was wearing was very suddenly and sharply jolted off target by your suddenly active and squirming rectal muscles. I didn't see it on the monitor. Oh, it was steady, I think I was steady on. Relax. I think I was pretty still under the circumstances. Fair enough. And so uh, he's like, "Give her some more." Like he's very annoyed that I'm awake, and I'm annoyed that I'm awake. So you guys were having a cord then. And, you know, Denise is like, what do I do? And so, you know, she gives me some more whatever. But by, and she goes, we're almost done. We're almost done. And I'm like, I don't care. 
I remember saying, I don't care. Very emphatically. I can't believe we're talking about my week. <laughs> and this was like two years ago. So anyway, uh, so she gives me more of whatever it is. But by the time that shit, pun intended, kicks in, like, they're out of there. So... So they take me back to the quote-unquote recovery room, and I'm laying there, and my now ex-boyfriend is supposed to be there to get the instructions. Like, that was his primary purpose, is to get the, like, aftercare instructions and the results of the test, right? And so, um, so this, pun intended again, Dick, uh, asshole doctor comes in and he's like... (laughs) (laughs) Proctologist even. Yeah, right? And he's like... uh, uh, so blah 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 blah, you know, blah, 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 like uh, like fucking peanuts. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, what? Oh, this is good. What? And so, so he leaves. He's very annoyed, and he leaves. And I have no idea what the results are. <laughs> this is a fucking Friday, uh, late afternoon, and uh, then my fucking. <laughs> ex-boyfriend like comes toddling in with his with his uh coffee and he's like oh the nurse just left they said that like they gave you uh you know can you believe they like chewed me out because i wasn't here i just went to get a coffee and i was like you weren't uh whatever it's cool can we go home he wasn't supposed to get a fucking coffee so anyway um so so for the whole weekend i was like oh my god i have fucking you know colon cancer or whatever this is terrible. And so so I had to call the next week and be like, can I please speak to Dr. Asshole? And they're like, yes. <laughs> That'd be a great you, name for a proctologist. Yeah. Would you like to leave Best a message? Man. And so I did. So like two weeks later, Dr. Asshole's nurse calls me back and tells me that I do not have colon cancer and everything is fine. The end. <laughs> Pun intended. I'm going to get you an anal douche for Christmas. I know? don't need it. Yes. Yeah, so no, whenever you're irregular, just give you a little squirty squirt. I'm anal. not anymore. Oh. Because okay. now I don't have a... Anxiety? No, because now I don't have a, a... Colon? What is it? Come on. Gallbladder. Oh. Gallbladder. Oh. Now it's gone. So it's, That was know. the cause of... Uh, the irregularity? Probably. I don't know. Uh, I eat garbage a lot. You need some silence. What's it called? Psyllium husks? Psyllium husks? Man, this is, this is like husk. the most revealing episode of Secretly Tim. This is really Megan. something. What's that called? What's it called? Like philium husks? What's it called? The, the, the no stuff idea. that's in like Metamucil? Oh, somebody gave me that once. That poop uh, for days. Uh, yeah, I have no idea what it's called. Or those, those new pills, Fiber. Pure for Men, yeah. that's supposed to like have like super drugs in there that not only like make you regular, but makes your... The, uh, Tube, super clean. The tube, the tube, so clean that uh, when you play, the, the real thing is you don't have to clean your sheets because uh, it's so right. the highway. That's is again an excellent note to consider. I, I, uh, uh, I did have a colleague clean. also oh, that okay. uh, that yet. I worked with who was in her early sixties, and she was like, "I had this doctor at at so and so place, and and I call him." And, you know, Dr. Giggles or whatever, because he was so, like, flat in his affect and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, wait a minute. That guy was my doctor. And he does like, and she's like, I know, I had the same experience. <laughs> so, I mean, it's not unique to me. Where she woke up during a colonoscopy? She did not wake up. Oh. 
but uh so i'll 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 ask this time is there anything else no that's it that, i think that's it i think i have sure? i think i have uh totally purged my pinched week. off that last bit you sure it's all it's all oh christ man metamucil is amazing i i bet it is you should have some of those cookies that i made is there metamucil in there i mean basically high fiber for the win okay ladies and Let's, gentlemen why don't we take a break and we'll then, be right uh, back yeah okay. yeah wow. i need more water why don't you stop doing that stop it Okay, I'm ready when you We're are. very polite on this podcast. <laughs> it's a metal burp. It's different. Okay, we're Let ready. Know. Go ahead. Oh, are you recording? Oh, you yeah. unpause? It's totally. doing it. Okay. All right, so... Let's do some hot topics, shall hot we? tops. My only hot topic is that this coming Tuesday, it'll all be over. The, the world. Just the midterm elections. Oh, I I'm excited my, for the midterm elections I thought like to be lambs over. were opening seven seals and stuff. I was getting all excited. I was going to do a story that I'm not going to do anymore. Oh. <laughs> Why? Actually, no. We can. I can do this quick hot topic. What do you yeah, guys think? Fine. Okay, so um, this is a local local story, just for us uh, members, fans, f- friends, and fans of the uh, local Dallas community here. Let me get this. Let me pull this up so I don't fuck it up. So they're going to. So every year, you know, every major metropolitan city that has a growing gay community. We have a pride parade, right? Did you hear about this? No. Okay, let me pull up the Dallas voice. So over in Dallas, we we have our pride parade in September rather than when is it supposed to be? Like in June, I think. We have it later than all the other cities because because it's, it's too hot super here. Super fucking hot during that time. The Juneteenth still does theirs though. It's too hot. The Southern Dallas Pride Organization still has theirs pretty early. And here, yeah, yeah, this different organizations have a different time, but norm, but the, the the largest celebration for for gay pride in Dallas is usually held in September, and it's usually held in the neighborhood where we are located right now. But next year's, they've made the decision that the Pride Festival will be moving to Fair Park, and there's a little bit of Fair like, Park. That's fucked up. It's a little bit of people that's, like it's um, up. that's interesting. The Pride Festival will be held. Not only they also change the time too. Will be held the first weekend in June at Fair Park in 2019. Um, this is from my friend David Taffet, Dallas Voice. But questions remain regarding where the Alan Ross Texas Freedom Parade will be held next year, according to blah 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 blah. Uh, Turnbull said constructions at Robertson Park, where the festival is held each year, first prompted organizers to consider moving the festival. Although the park board told Dallas Voice that provisions are in the contract for blah 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 blah. Um, let me just get to this. so I think the major the major reason for the change more than anything is just that uh space space and the the but that, festivities that, that just grown over and over of, again that that explains the change of venue but not the change of timing yeah nobody can walk to fucking fair park nobody likes walking nobody likes going to fair park period and I would even get a little irritated about the timing because generally the uh, because to be absolutely clear the um Festivities that take place in Oak Lawn versus the organization I was talking about, the um, Southern Dallas Pride Organization. The big difference between the two of them is, let's be clear, racial, <laughs> because mm-hmm. 
you know, the black queers and the white queers, not so they don't get along, but it's that, like, when it comes to representation and the businesses along Oaklawn, and um, as I'm fond of saying, basically, Oaklawn is Highland Park's carriage house. Mm. The uh, the idea of, hey, you guys just hang out over there. But anyway, the, 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 there's political undertones and racial undertones to all of this stuff, and that the Dallas Southern Pride Organization typically has their festival uh Roundabouts are on Juneteenth weekend, um, which is the same that's cute. weekend. So I have to wonder if that's not going to, I mean, and granted, the last couple times I've been to um, the uh, Juneteenth weekend, it's been like a sea of brown folk. And I can't, I can I've actually. I've gone to, Oakla- uh, to, to Oaklawn, it's been a sea of white folk with, with the occasional bit of color for, 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 next, for sake of. Next year, invite me to Juneteenth and get, because I think I'll be bathing suit ready. All right, all right. You're welcome to come. Um, because that is the point of Juneteenth, you asshole. It actually, um, in, <laughs> in, in, in the, the sense of, it is, a, it is a Southern Pride thing. It's not specifically a Juneteenth party. It's literally a Dallas Southern Pride party. But shouldn't it be? But last year, it's, it's kind of low-key both, but it's more focused on the, hey, it's awesome, we're partying, than a, hey, it's awesome, we're free part. It's, yeah. it's, it's a part of it, but it's not the primary focus. And Otino invited me to like a pool party, and I'm yeah. like, I'm sorry, this body is not Who cares pool about, party ready. about being not a slave if you can uh, say you're bikini ready? Sure. Right? <laughs> Good oh, try, speaking of, I've Good got try. a question. Come on. <laughs> Come on now. This, I've got a, what the shit? Good try, Megan. I've got Good a try. question for both of you. So I was listening to the uh, seven to the song uh, "Take It Off" by the Donnas while I was driving <laughs> up here. Of course you were. And she says, and I quote, "You have to. What is this? Like, you have to take it off. You have to shake it off, baby. Take it off." Or she said something like, oh, I can think about "Break me off." Right what does "break me off" mean? Does um, that mean like "fuck me"? Um, generally, when you break someone off, it involves physical exertion of some kind. It can be at the gym. Or it can be in the bedroom. Break she me says, off. "Break me off." To be broken off does break in, me off. involve a, a, a considerable and rigorous physical activity. Or I, then I thought it was like a bee. You know, like a, after a bee stings you, their stinger falls out. No, no, it's nothing. Like, no, 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 no. It's, a, it's the <laughs> no, bee's not, penis when the bee. No, that's, that's then not the, a no, penis. penis that's, rips off. It's not and a penis. Stuck in there. Bees don't it's do not that. At all. Yes, they no, do. I saw it on that. I saw it on that. What was that? What was that weird actresses? And they did the whole. Yeah. What was that? Remember and that? Insect. That what was that weird actress's name? She's like French. I thought it was a kind of flea. And oh, she, you're thinking of Sylvia uh, Berlusconi? No, I'm thinking no, no, Sylvia shit. Berlusconi. No, 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 no. Italian. There was there was, there was and an he actress. likes teenagers. There's there, an actress who did the, the thing yes. with the weird sex things with all the animal yeah, kingdom. I know exactly what you're talking about, and she has dark hair. I'm getting yes. her and Sylvia Berlusconi mixed up. There's some. <laughs> what's her name? There's some lady actress that does this. She was also in the Matrix as the Merovingian's wife. Oh, it was um. Hold on a second. Isabella Rossellini. Yeah. Yes. Sorry, no. wrong. No. Yes. yes. No. Yes. I don't no, that's, know. That's, uh, that's some David Lynch shit. It you're, could be no. I think it could be You're talking oh about... Um, Who was her name? I've got... Uh, shit. Isabella Rossellini is uh, We all have the internet. Not Someone use the internet, please. It's... Uh, fuck. Fuck, fuck, fuck. I think it's Isabella Rossellini. It's not. Uh, it's not. It's not. It's not. Uh-huh. God Feel free to internet it. your way through it. Figure it out, guys. I will make cute noises in the microphone. It was Isabella Rossellini. What? And it was completely what? right. What? It was totally fucking her. No. Uh-huh. It is. No. Yep. You're wrong. He's You're... right. Green porno right there since 2008. That's what I was thinking of, the green uh-huh. porno. 
You were thinking of and green I'm pretty sure that yes. Silvio Berlusconi well, is actually the prime minister of because Italy. Because I was, because I was yeah. thinking of the stories of the weird insects and animal stuff with the, with the deal. And one of them was like the bees. But actually, what I was actually thinking of a bee, that was a real sex episode where it was an animated <laughs> gif of the bee fucking and then the dick breaks off. Yeah. And then the bee dies. Yeah. I'm still entertained that I accidentally got the prime, former prime minister of Italy confused in there someplace. Oh, but back to this Fair Park story. He likes children. So the festivals, a lot. The festival will uh, change, yeah. but the there it's still undecided about the parade that takes place. Uh, uh, as for the parade, Pride Committee members are meeting with city officials later this month to discuss upcoming construction on Cedar Springs Road. Um, blah blah blah. Although construction is scheduled to start in January and to be completed before September, that assumes that it delays. Leap said Life Walk was almost canceled this year because of one patch of concrete. Blah blah blah. I was attending. A... So anyway, we don't know about that yet. I'd be really but curious there's to still, see. it's still there's a lot of you know there's a lot of controversy and people about the moving from from the actual gay neighborhood to Fair Park. I'd be very curious to see what, if any, conversations have been between that organization. I don't know if it's Dallas Southern Pride or Southern Dallas Pride, but basically the black queer part of Dallas. Well, I think for as far as the major conversation goes and why the change, I think it was like the tavern members the, from the bars they, around they, they here. They didn't want them there anymore? They, no, because there's not enough room. And so wait, they didn't want the business? Uh, I think they could probably get the business no matter because what. Because this is the thing. This is the thing. This is the big issue with Fair Park. The biggest screaming crazy issue with Fair Park is whenever there's a large scale event held in Fair Park, the money does not go to the city at large. Yes, whoever pays for the space pays for the space. But when it comes to whatever vendors they have in that area, whatever foods or drinks they have in that area, is it you know, Budweiser tents and fucking Anheuser-Busch tents and funnel cake tents run by whatever third-party organization that came from Lord knows where the fuck ever, or is it local breweries, local bars, local businesses doing things in that space that is, and, and that space is rented out to whatever organization? And that was also the same issue with Oak Lawn as the, mm-hmm. uh, as the um, party well, scene think- has grown. It went from people going out to bars to them closing off the streets. Every single one of those boots that appear in the middle of the street as opposed to near the bars, it's Anheuser-Busch, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, ninth party organization that, again, that money either goes to some corporation that isn't based in the city or some other agency that has nothing to do with the city whatsoever. So it's basically sucking money out of the community and putting it wherever else. But if there's not enough space to accommodate uh. all the people that now where i mean it could be like i don't who knows maybe like the the cost of insurance to insure it that that, that, could, that, that could be a factor as well i just know that if i, I I'm, I'm going to be very suspicious of the idea that it's the business owners in the strip saying no please go away because why would they want to are not we, make money are we talking about the outsourcing of the management of fair park We're, Fair Park, Fair, Fair Park itself, basically. If and I'm unclear as because towards the finer notes recently. of exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm unclear. I know the city's been. There was a recent ballot initiative to decide um, whether or not to spend more money on developing Fair Park and or maintaining some of the existing structures in Fair Park. Mm-hmm. But regardless of anything else, when the state fair happens or when any other large scale event happens in Fair Park, yes. the people staffing the booths can be local, whatever. But the concessions they sell, or even in some cases, the people staff in the places, but the organizations that, that they're responsible for booking all that are typically not local. But I have not been listening. So, so, so we did talk <laughs> about how there was a nonprofit that was 
uh, supposed well, to be in charge of managing yeah, Fair Park, and now they have outsourced it to correct. a for-profit. Okay. But I think yes. that, that could be two different we stories. Didn't talk about that there's that like was, the, that was the, initiative. the Gay Pride Festival Parade that has their yes. own organization that, that makes these decisions. Um, uh, a community manager who spoke had a variety of opinions. Okay, this is from... Uh, one community member. It's not a fun experience to come to the parade. You can't see. It's hard to navigate the crowds. You can't have fun. We've outgrown Cedar Springs. Oh. Others spoke about the nonprofits that will lose money as a result of the move. At Fair Park, city-approved vendors must be hired. Groups such as TGRA fund their activities fund their activities from tips they receive bartending at Pride events. And groups such as Purple and Impulse have already planned their 2019 activities around a September parade. Our Pride have contracted venues. So... Um, Jayla Wilkerson says the pride the parade is about visibility. Pride is a protest. Mm-hmm. Follow other cities and move it downtown. Leap said moving downtown was a possibility, but security would be a lot more expensive. Four to six officers will need to be posted at every intersection. Some speakers said they are afraid of moving Pride to an area of the city where the LGBT community wouldn't be welcomed and are worried about safety concerns. Lieb said he looked up the statistics and the Fair Park area has 22% lower crime rate than the area of Oaklawn around the crossroads. While some people had uh, ideas about... Is growth- that true? Yes. That doesn't... Again, the issue that screams more than anything else to me is... You're taking money out of the pockets of LGBTQ-friendly businesses yes. on Cedar Springs yes. and placing it into, quote, city-approved vendors who can come from where the fuck Wherever, ever. Yeah. This is not to say that Fair Park could not be crammed with a number of local businesses that choose to place satellites in that space for the duration of the festival, but I am by default suspicious. Because it's all about money. But costs exactly. to put on the parade keep going up, and the city has already told the Pride Committee that when a parade attendee tops 50,000, it would have to be moved. This year, officials estimated the attendance at the parade hovered right around that number. Expenses that have been escalating include number of officers required by the city, the amount of fencing and barricades required, professional cleanup, and more. So is this definitely happening? It's definitely is... happening. Oh, the the festival itself has already been moved. We don't know about the parade yet, but it sounds like the parade's probably going to move as well. So or that, if there um, would even be a parade. So that sound you hear right now is the sound of all of the folk that make basically rent for the next two months during Pride Festival bartending on Cedar Springs that weekend going away. Because that's been a thing for a while now. I know You're so dramatic. Make, I'm just saying. You're so this dramatic. This is the real thing. If you are going to be the person that's, if, if, if you're a bartender, that's literally like, oh, look, I know it'll be rough. It'll be crazy. But I'm making money for fucking days this day. But I think those, I mean, I, I, granted, I haven't been up here at, uh, for a night out on the weekend in a long time. Why not? The last time I was here, because I don't fucking drink. Um it's always been packed like all the Havana JR's uh, from what I can remember they uh, a lot of money goes through this area and maybe the businesses said you know what we're fine on a daily basis so we don't need that extra cash and can That's I just great. say I, this doubt is, they, I doubt they said this that is, this is a little it was Halloween last week and I did hear a couple of my coworkers say oh we should have gone to Oakland I don't I don't like it when I don't like it when straight, straight people want to fucking go to the gay neighborhood I and look at the, the fucking freaks. Factor. Yeah, I call they it the do. golf factor. They show up just to see it all is. the queers doing yeah. the queer things. And they show I up for the good party. I like living in the gay neighborhood. I'm sure you do, straight lady. That's but fine. you're different. You're like, let's go look at the freaks. Less likely to get raped and well that's murdered not. and then raped. There you go. I don't know or, about, or the other. I don't order. know about yeah. that. No, really, it's in that order. The point is, though, it has it has a lot to do with. My critiques, a lot of the critiques of the neoliberal tendency to be like, oh, look, hey, if we can monetize this particular 
uh, in quote progressive bent that we have in a fashion that looks great for us. It makes us feel a woman cuddly inside, but actually does little to support the actual communities that we're allegedly supporting. Is that like the HRC motto? <laughs> I didn't say it out loud. I did not say it out loud, sir. I did not say well, it's, it out it's loud. It's kind of like, I'm, my understanding, my perception at least, is it's almost become, the HRC has become almost like a Susan G. Komen mm. foundation where, where now, a lot of the donations just go into like, Let's not putting the machine forward of like promoting and then they get more money and then they promote it more and they get more money and they promote it more and then the people the executives at the very very top get all the money and then there's very well, little money that they get in that actually goes to, to be clear, breast though, cancer research. Let's not just blame HRC in particular. This is definitely a DNC oh, thing. This is a DCCC thing. This is an, wanna, an Obama administration I thing. I just want to blame just like her. My No, I'm not talking about huh? Oh, I'm human, talking about the human rights campaign. Okay. I'm not talking case, about Hillary Rodham Clinton. Say, yeah. you, what is she you, you need to be to clear about this? these things. Nice. I mean, I would think most uh, people know what HR HRC we just in this context. Just, just quickly, that you were not talking about Monica Bellucci. Bellucci? Who the fuck is Monica Bellucci? This lady. I, 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 That's not who you were talking we about. We were talking about Isabella, Isabella motherfucking Rossellini. Definitely? Yes. 100%. Although they do look a little similar. I mean, they don't really... I was re- referencing green porno, which is... Which has, and, and, is and a, cool Isabella Rossellini, like, dressed up like a praying mantis, talking about fucking other so praying hot, mantises. by the way. So she, hot. She does some weird shit. Yeah. She does. And, yeah, they do look vaguely a little bit tiny bit alike. She's the type of lady that had a colonoscopy just for fun. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're mistaking her for uh. Katie Couric. Please don't. No, she had please real don't talk about she my had trauma, colon cancer. Like, she did have colon cancer. Yes, she did. No, Katie Couric had no, colon cancer didn't. too. Her husband had colon cancer, and she did it as an awareness raising. No, thing. I'm Katie. I'm going to look up Katie Couric colon cancer. Pretty sure it was her husband who died. Uh, of he it. could have had it too. Okay. He died of it. I don't want to talk about colons anymore today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who's the fuck is Katie Rich? Like I said. Meanwhile, so if, Megan, if, do you if, have a hot if topic? If there was ever a traumatic incident in which yeah, I was not, involved, I need to prove not. that I'm right first. Oh my god! Okay, that sounds uh, to so, character and type. I was going to do a palate cleanser, but this is actually not act funny at all. <laughs> <laughs> sure. So, uh, so I don't know if you guys read about uh, Nick Cage. Oh yeah, I read that. And open son, letter. Yeah. So he had a fan that had asked him about. Um, I think she said something like um, she she had had a, a loved one who had died. And as we all probably know, Nick Cave's son uh, fell off of a cliff. Uh, was it 2015? Yeah, he was on streams, I think. Yeah. So. Not um, that I know if they were connected at all, but. I why mean, it they, were, they were probably connected. I mean, I think it was dark, it was nighttime. But, um, but yeah, so Nick Cave's uh, son, 15-year-old son, had walked off of a cliff. I think he was in uh, the UK. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll have to read, a, just do the research on that. But uh, my memory says he was in the UK, like Brighton or something like that. So anyway, he had a, um, a fan recently that had sent him a letter um, that said something about... Um, uh, I think the quote is, I have experienced the death of my father, my sister, and my first love in the past few years and feel that I have some communication with them, mostly through dreams, 
they're helping me. And uh, so she wrote this letter, not at all in jest, um, which was kind of her, because, you know, some people are assholes. Um, But uh, Nick Cave wrote this really pretty heartfelt letter about... um, uh, he said something like, I hear him talk to me, parent me, guide me, though he may not be there. So he's not saying, you know, uh, definitely I see my son as a, a specter or whatever. Um, but I feel him around and, uh, who knows? Basically he's leaving like all of it open, which I thought was a pretty classy thing to do. So... The end. Do you know, I learned a few weeks ago that, you know the song Shutterbug by Veruca Salt? I do. That the, did you read my Facebook post about this? Because it's like, I, I, I go, Recently? I was going through, yeah, I was going through like a, 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 a Wikipedia wormhole and I was looking at Veruca Salt for some reason. I don't know why, but I was looking at Veruca Salt and they mentioned Shutterbug that the first uh, verse in Shutterbug there's a line, she is cool, blah, blah, blah. She's... Some, it's raining in Bristol or something like yeah. that. Yeah. The she in that stanza is PJ Harvey. Oh. Because PJ, Vrugasalt, and Live tore together back in like 1995. And, I do actually remember that. Yeah, and PJ and Louise Post, um, I think she, she invited Louise Post to Who's stay with her. Who's the quote-unquote skinny one? No, she's the PJ is this one. the oh you're talking oh I don't know assault. but then the song she says she's so skinny and that's anyway it's PJ Harvey and the last line is something about she is let me pull it up she's a she, fool for the last, last living rocking I wonder because at that time she was dating Nick Cave if that if the last living rock king was Nick Cave it would have to be and would, I think would that it have that would to be? be I don't know well I mean because that's who PJ was romantically involved with but he had a uh, when was this what year was this 96 95 96 i think it is what year is this right now 2018 okay okay yeah that makes sense because, uh because i was gonna say he you know he was with his present wife or whatever partner no. No, but he was not. Then, he was with maybe. PJ. She broke with, up with him, and then that heartache. Through that heartache, he created one of the best albums of his uh, of his of his oeuvre. Hey his guys. collections of albums called Boatman's Call. Hey, hey guys, huh? yeah. give me a huge favor. What? Could you text me your respective favorite Nick Cave songs? Yes. Because in my How to Talk to White People handbook, I never, the in the Nick Cave chapter was the missing. The one that you're writing? Or the no, one no, that the, you the, read? The, the one that I read when I was like 14. The Nick Cave chapter was missing, so I'd really have no clue why I should go fuck about this guy. I hear he's really cool what? and stuff. What? What? I hear he's what? really cool and stuff. Wait, he's, I, I mean, really... he's kind you're of like. In, you're into metal and shit. Yeah, I also listen to like Tom Waits and PJ Harvey and, and, you, and Tom York and, and you don't fucking know anything about Nick Cave? And Velvet Underground and shit, but I don't know jack and fuck all about Nick Cave. Get the fuck out I'm, of I'm, I'm aware that Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds exist. I mm-hmm. hear they're amazing, but I've never like sat down and been like, so who is this person? So yeah, you should. Hey, oh. listeners, you two out there, you know, 
Yo, Nick Cave. I already got, I already got one for you. Okay, Ziggy, my... I know you're listening, so you do have to oh, do that thing. This will be controversial for any Nick Cave fans, but my favorite Nick Cave and the Bad Seed albums is is Murder Ballads, uh-huh. and in it he takes in of a lot of give classical me, like, give murder me ballads. Don't give me, don't, don't I, give me your yeah, albums. F- don't interrupt. Can I finish? Can I finish? There's a, a song on that album called Staggerly, which is like mm. a modern remake of like the classic song Staggerly, the classic murder ballad. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a video for it that I think you would enjoy. Okay. My favorite line from that song is, do you know this? Do you know the classic blues song Staggerly? I have not. It may it. or may not be based on a real person mm-hmm. who murdered somebody for uh, stealing his hat. Mm-hmm. Um, and why wouldn't you? It must have been a really nice hat. Really. Um, and Nick Cave's version, Staggerly... It was before Umbrellas. ...is a little bit more of a serial killer, a little bit more of a womanizer. And it, in, in, in Nick Cave's version, um, after murdering a bartender, um, a prostitute invites Staggerly over to her boudoir because she fancies him. And uh, she says, the only thing is that you're going to have to be done and out before my man, who's probably her pimp, <laughs> comes home. Mm-hmm. He says to her, uh, that's not going to happen. <laughs> uh-huh. And says the, the best line, the best worst line of a song is, don't you know, I'd crawl over 50 good pussies to get to one fat boy's asshole. That's, well, um, that's that's very, very interesting direct. line, John. And uh, yeah. Anyway, it's it's actually, a really uh, fun video. I think it, you'd enjoy video it. Show it sounds the crawling? No. super fun. Okay. No, it's this Nick Cave dancing and singing, performing on a stage with some go-go male go-go dancers dancing in cages. I actually hmm. have to give you credit, John, because I I didn't uh, give Nick Cave the time of day until. You were driving me to high school. I wore Nick Cave out. You wore the I shit out of that guy. I love fucking Nick Cave. So, uh, so I really paid attention to him after that. So he's changed a lot during the through his years. Oh, I know. I I was. He has a very deep, deep. You've heard Nick Cave. You just don't understand why. I, I don't even think I've heard Nick Cave. Oh, it's a okay. very deep voice. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, deeper it, than um, it than does we, not d- fit deeper his than um, what's his body. name? Then we take Berlin guy. I forgot his name. I don't name. know who that is. Then we take Berlin. What's his fucking name? Oh my god. Lou Reed? Not no, Tom, not Lou Reed. Not Tom Waits. Not Tom Waits. Oh god, I'll think of it later. James Earl Jones? Not James Earl <laughs> fucking Jones. Is it Mikhail Gorbachev? Definitely not Mikhail Gorbachev. Nor is it Barry White. Go ahead and get that out of the way. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well. So anyway, that's oh. my hot topic is uh, Nick Cave's uh, letter to his fan, which I which I thought was very Boatman, very. Classy. If you like romantic albums, a Boatman's Call is probably a lot of people consider that his best album. Huh? He okay. wrote. Did you ever see Scream? I did see Scream. The song that was in every single Scream movie about r- the red right hand. That's Nick Cave. Have you ever seen? Uh, Peaky Blinders, is that the song? Uh, or Leonard movie? Cohen as well. Oh, Leonard Cohen. Yeah. Terrible, terrible voice. What? Terrific songwriter. But no, don't look at me like that, Jesus. Too late. No. <laughs> f- fucking. You, you officially made yourself 
in Leonard the crazy, Cohen. Yep, crazy territory. vocalist. Nope, crazy territory. Nah, you know what? Fuck you guys. He can't uh, sing the way fucking Bob Dylan can't sing. Uh, Bo- uh, uh, I hate, that's what I was going to say. I, I hate don't Bob like Dylan. Bob Dylan. Yeah, yeah, I'm with terrible. you. terrible. I agree with you 100%. Listen to me. Uh, nobody would know. Okay, I'm ready for some fucking rageful emails. Go ahead and send them because I don't fucking look at the internet. Even Juicebox is mad about that last. I don't statement. care. Uh, no, Juicebox. Is nobody with us. in this I'm like modern generation would know who uh, Leonard Cohen was if it were not for Jeff Andy Warhol. Buckley. Jeff Buckley. <laughs> So <laughs> basically the same just, person. So, so given that no, I'm still, I'm still thinking of Lou no, Reed, apparently. No, no. If Jeff Buckley did not cover Hallelujah, nobody would give a fuck who wasn't like on their way out the door of mortality who Leonard Cohen was. And if so Jeff Buckley didn't die, nobody would even know Hallelujah. If you like. That's not true. Oh, I think that's true. No, he had some posthumous shit. First of all, Grace was a fantastic album and was very well received when it came out. And is he, that the one that had was like on that last stupid goodbye. on that stupid car commercial? For Can I just say I don't I, was, I, was I don't have television. I don't know what you're talking when, about. When we segued from dicks to like dead singing white dudes podcast, what's the difference? I mean, you know, arguably there is a bit. What of a I'm saying but. is Jeff Buckley made Leonard Cohen. I'm not saying that Leonard Cohen is a fantastic wordsmith. Really. Lyricist, terrific. Vocalist, horrible. Fucking horrible. And you have to have the whole package. So there uh, there was a partnership that happened there. And lots of people redid Hallelujah. Lots of fucking people. I agree. But I heard Jeff a particularly Buckley, bad cover recently, and I thought the same thing. This is not Jeff, Jeff Buckley. Buckley Why are you made talking? that shit happen. Yeah. So Leonard Cohen was, you know, he was not. He's a he's a fucking Linda Perry kind of guy. I liked it much better. You know what when I mean? We were talking about how awesome, you know, like twenty something white ladies at the time, like Liz Fair and right. PJ Harvey were. The yeah, old like dead them. singing They're white great. dudes thing is definitely a little tired for me. Let's go saying. on. What is, what is your hot topic? Let's not make this a five-hour uh, music podcast. <laughs> go on. I'll I'll, uh, I'll simmer down. Mm. I mean, I appreciate your point, but Nick yeah. Cave is the last living rock star. Sure, that's not true. But go on. Who else is there? I don't know the guys from Wolf Mother or Mars Volta or like the no. bar, or the Barkays or like Ugh. any other. You ever listen? Mars to Volta isn't that that actor? No. What? No, it's. Uh, I'm thinking like the last. Who, the the Jarletta, What band is he in? Something with oh, Mars 30, in it. Thirty seconds to Mars or some See, bullshit. See, it wasn't totally that's crazy. Not, that's not who I was. That's not to. at all. There are a number You're of talking other about uh, Cedric awesome. Bixler. Sure. Zavala. There's a bunch of good rock bands out there. No, I don't think so. I mean, Jer- mm. Jeremy Jeremy really is the. Mm. Go on. He's not a living. He's not a rock. He is. No. Meanwhile, back mouth. in the band of not talking about more dead and or almost go dead on. white dudes. Go on, go on, go on. Nick's <sighs> not almost dead. He's sober now. Socially. No, he's not. He was just. A, he just hot- played the ball. Oh, the, the bomb factory. Everybody just like two quiet. weeks ago. What is your topic? I would like to hear. Don't silence me. I've done it. My topic this week is a continuation of a um, topic I've discussed before. Uh, Previously, I had brought up um, a gentleman who used to work for Department of Homeland Security by the name of, now see, now I've gone and forgotten his name, Daryl 
Daryl. Oh God, it's like this white dude named Daryl too, which makes it particularly hilarious. Ismus. His name is Daryl. Daryl. Uh, it's just oh, always I know that guy. It's just always funny when I run into white dudes named Daryl because I'm just like, wait, oh, Daryl Johnson from Rockwall. No, he's not from Rockwall. He's actually from, yeah, from Idaho, I think. But this guy Daryl Johnson was in charge of a. Um, a uh, portion of uh, DHS that was responsible for largely monitoring uh, white supremacist organizations and domestic terrorism at large. And I discussed it before about his gradual being shown out of the DHS and his, his department gradually being um, basically um, underfunded to the point of obscurity. And um, his department also generated a document uh, back during the Obama administration that basically like, hey, we should be aware of right-wing extremists and how they're doing all these things and stuff, and it's scary. And um, a lot of folks may or may not remember this, but um, basically the GOP and a lot of the uh, conservative movement got really frustrated by that. And like, hey, why are you guys painting us with this brush? And this is why, because one of the things they discussed in particular was how they were basically actively recruiting veterans and or veterans were being recruited into these organizations because the veterans were like, oh, look, hey, I get all this prestige hang out with these folks because I actually know what I'm doing and I was trained by the US government and so on and there's a lot of law enforcement involved with these people as well and they tried to sound the alarm about that and again as I've said the GOP and a lot of conservative organizations tried to make basically politicized it and ignored the actual facts of these are the numbers of people and these are the reports that we're seeing that are engaged in these activities and made it why are you trying to make all these conservatives and GOP folks seem scary you're so terrible stop that stop that stop that and successfully managed to get the Department of Homeland Security to retract the report and everybody kind of forgot that it existed. Um, so an article in the New York Times this week is, an, uh, sorry, New York Times Magazine entitled uh, was entitled, U.S. Law Enforcement Failed to See the Threat of White Nationalism. Now they don't know how to stop it. I just want to read a paragraph from this article that um, I think is um, particularly interesting. Um, it, 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 they're they're uh, monologuing through this one particular a uh, gentleman who works for U.S. law enforcement, who uh, uh, he was an officer in Florida, um, member of the police force, who basically was trying to prepare for a one of the Unite the Right offshoots that popped up after Florida in Gainesville. And um, let's see. There were no current police reports he could find on the alt-right. The sometimes violent fringe movement that embraces white nationalism and a range of racist positions. The state police couldn't offer much insight. Things were equally bleak at the federal level. Whatever the FBI knew, which wasn't a lot, Stout suspected, they weren't sharing. The Department of Homeland Security, which produced regular intelligence and threat assessment for local law enforcement, had only scant material on white supremacists, all of it vague and ultimately not much help. Local politicians, including the governor, were also in the dark. This is like a Bermuda Triangle of Intelligence, Stout thought, incredulous. He reached out to, other, to, to their state partners. Quote, So you're telling us that there's nothing? No names we can plug into the automatic license plate readers? No players of propensity for violence? No one you have in the system? Nothing? End quote. And the immediate thing I thought of to read in this article, which I recommend you all read, or read and I will uh, link in the comments, is this is basically the institutional and or... Um, government version of that one crazy uncle you know or that one crazy person you know at work or that one weird guy with all the flags and all the confederate flags oh, and all the, the wacky. one yeah right that you know they're a little weird or you know they have these views still, just a little bit but weird. you but but that's the thing you don't engage you know 
they're civil and polite to you. They may not talk to you very much. But you don't think anyone listens to them. Exactly. Yes. And the government at large being comprised mostly of, you know, middle-aged and older white dudes in bureaucratic positions are kind of also doing the same thing of if we ignore them, they'll go away or those weird crazies over there. And even after this last week where we've seen an attack on women explicitly doing yoga, Jews explicitly worshiping, oh, wait, we can't kill the black folks in the church. We'll just go over to the Kroger and cap the ones that we see. Even in this network where we're seeing folk that are not necessarily white supremacists per se, but adjacent to those networks or float around networks that are near those networks, that local law enforcement being caught, local national and, uh, and, and even state level law enforcement that's similarly caught up in those people over there, uh, you know, we don't really, we know they exist, but yeah, whatever, they're harmless. They're gradually, they've never been harmless. Mm-hmm. And it makes me start to question things like when the FBI comes out with its, hey, these are the racially motivated attacks or hate crimes that we've produced for this year. Some cities, I mean, think about it. It has to be checked off and reported as a hate crime first. Who's sending off those statistics? What local law enforcement is actually checking the boxes that says, yes, by the way, this was a hate crime or is prosecuting something as a hate crime? How many of these things that happened this last week? I mean, I can tell you for goddamn sure the thing in Pittsburgh is going to be prosecuted as a hate crime. But can you say the same thing? For what happened to those black folks that were wandering around a Kroger, or the no. same thing that's happened to the, w- w- with these incels lately? Or the, the incel in Florida, he killed himself. So but, well, well, fair enough, thank you. But um, who's to say that the statistics which we already have sh- seen have shown a rise in hate crimes mm-hmm. are reflecting accurate the number of hate crimes? And most terrifyingly, as disclosed by this article, or at least as, as intoned by this article, who's actually tracking, if anyone, those statistics? Oh, they're who's not going to such a hard-on for, like, Muslim extremists yeah. and BIEs, end quote, that no one's paying attention to, like, Uncle Clem or Oh, Jeb I think they're paying else. attention. What's I don't think the they want to talk about it because that doesn't go... That goes against their narrative. They don't want to talk... They'd rather be talking about uh, the Black Panthers. They want to talk about all those, quote, bad people and the refugees from... where. You know, that's coming up here. Caravans and Guatemala. so on and crazy. Yeah, yeah. that's what they want to talk about. The, they're not the going to... quote, unquote, caravan. Any, any fucking white supremacist or incel white motherfucker, they're going to try and categorize as a lone wolf. Yes. Not, not indicative of a movement or part of a movement. Even when, like, it's, with what happened in Florida, he this, this man had... Was definitely sharing part of a community because he posted YouTube videos. Like he got these ideas from somewhere, and but the they meantime, don't want to acknowledge mm-hmm. it. A because that goes against their overall narrative, and B because <laughs> part of the president's uh, fan base are these people. What's the thing? And this, he's 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 pandering to these people. This kind of suspicion existed well into even the Obama administration before. When in fact, one of the things that Daryl Johnson in particular um, highlighted was that. Um, the presidency of Barack Obama, quote, created a unique opportunity and focal point for those types of organizations. Yeah, that's where this started. the, the, The point I'm trying to make is that it's not just Trump. It's that these organizations have been existing well within the purview and or reach of law enforcement for a long time, but for a list of reasons that you've listed and that I've suggested as well, law enforcement simply isn't threatened by or isn't doing anything about. You have cases like, um, there was one, uh, I can't recall the city, but like some fucking dude from, um, uh, some three percenter group or, 
um, one of those patriot groups or whatever. The Minutemen or something? Yeah, there was a cop trying to arrest an Antifa dude, and dude's like, oh, and and the militia guy's like, oh, let me get those cops for you, and helps the cop arrest they, them. Yeah, I mean, no, have, they're, part of yeah. the, they're part of the law enforcement. They're not, they're, they're they're not part of. That, no, they're they are technically some, not part of. There are some that are, there are white Oh, there are some that are in law enforcement, too. That's a whole other story. That's a whole other issue yeah. we could talk about, too. Like the, but, the, can we talk for a second? Can I interrupt you just for a little bit? Oh, yeah. The OK symbol that that the white supremacists said ori- they originally created as, as a, a way to troll. originally, yeah. but now if they're all doing it, mm-hmm. it is literally now a symbol for mm-hmm. them to use. So when you have police officers that have to get scolded for taking a photo with the OK symbol, mm-hmm. they're fucking white supremacists. But there's also the matter of the. <laughs> and so at that 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 hearing with the it was at the Kavanaugh hearing yeah, with that, that, that one woman in the background the woman entire in the background time was like doing that symbol or whatever else over and again making the symbol with her hand yeah yeah and they're like no but she's half Mexican like <laughs> that that somehow makes her immune to also sharing these same fucking values of you I, motherfuckers I will again remind people of the idea that when you occupy that liminal space between races or if you're say. Irish or sorry guys Jewish or Hispanic or whatever else or half that or half black or half anything one of the most guaranteed ways to assure your position in whichever group you wish to be a part of is to show off how much you are part mm-hmm. of the group you wish to be a part of by doing something drastic and crazy and it isn't interesting how like after that the guy that was mailing out those pipe bombs the people the far right were trying to say oh he's not white he's he's half Native American they try to like, uh, and I will intone again history when you talk about the Bonton bombings here in Dallas. The person that was actually indicted for those crimes was indeed a Mexican American. Uh, I forgot his first name, Garcia, who was the only person that was indicted. There are plenty of folks that were suspected, who were plenty of uh, all kinds of white dudes. He was the only one that was indicted. Mm-hmm. And again, there's a long history of. And it's not to call out Mexican-Americans in particular, but because it's a thing of basically if you're close enough to whiteness and all you got to do is the X, Y, Z, P, D, and Q to be able to get that whiteness, and that includes oppressing folks that are definitely, definitely not white, then that's what you do. But again, he was the one that was indicted, which was later dropped, by the way. No one was ever actually convicted for any of the Bonton bombings. But again, the, the excuse of, hi, I've got a Jewish wife or a black husband or a whatever thing – doesn't mean a goddamn thing insofar as that's all the more reason for you to do this thing in order to get part, to get at least recognition or adjacency to the white club. So whatever. It's a bullshit issue. Tangentially on that topic, very tangentially, uh, I was surprised to learn that the the dude that founded Vice News... Oh, oh, yeah. Gavin McGinnis? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is actually like a fucking Proud Boy. Yeah. Founder Vice, of the Proud Boys yeah, as well. He's yes. like the leader of them. Vi- he's no longer with Vice News, and Vice News likes you to know that. Uh, as, yeah. <laughs> it's possible. He's no longer with them. They're like, that we don't know a... that guy. But yeah, I, I just wanted to call out the parallel between basically these are folks that we all know. I wonder, suspect. Do you think our government uh, uh, views the Proud Boys as a hate group? No, I don't, fuck no, no. Why would they absolutely care? Absolutely not. Why would they do that? <laughs> NYPD mm-hmm. sure as fuck didn't until enough folks got mad to the point where they started to actually investigate that incident with um, was they they acted out some Japanese nationalist guys committing suicide and attacking a thing with a sword and blah blah. And, well, fuck. In or in Portland, they there was a proud boy on like a roof with like a whole thing to snipe people out. They didn't give a shit. Mm, yeah. That was that was found out later. 
Yeah. Well, so just to you know, make clear that folks. But both sides. Both sides. Both sides are dangerous, totally. Those Antifa guys are coming for your yeah. babies right now. Coming for, coming for what? Antifa super soldiers are coming for your uterus right now, Megan. Oh, they can have it. <laughs> I'm actually going to use it, so. Fair enough. It's, anyway, all, that, it's all theirs. Yeah. That was my tasty hot topic for this week. If was, they just uh, say please, I'll article. give it to them. Oh, we'll we see. should eat it. Don't Fine. you like? Are you just supposed to like you eat? Know what? Oh no, so that's placenta, the placenta. Not a uterus. Do whatever you want. Definitely a placenta. I don't care. Not a uterus. Yeah, whole different organ. No. I don't. I mean, I'm not going to eat it. <laughs> no. no, me, me neither. I'm not going to have it. No. So, anybody else? Things, stuff, bunnies. Good news. Let's wrap it up. News. Let's hope. Yeah, do yeah, Do yeah. you want to do a prediction for Tuesday? Tuesday. Um, no, if, we did, we don't want to. We don't no, want to acknowledge. No, 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 no. We don't no. want to acknowledge. No, we're not gonna, it. We're just gonna talk about how if you yeah. haven't voted already, you better goddamn well get out there and fucking vote. I, I did send uh, Greg Abbott's people. A, yeah, I forgot to post it. I'll post. I'll post it this week on Instagram. Post that. I also got one from uh, Ted Cruz's people. <sighs> they got your name wrong. I have never I would, gotten if, a single if, thing. From if Beto does win, it would be because I get the the weekly email blast from Ted Cruz. It's the emails like from the the desk of Ted Cruz. It would be nice to get from the desk of Beto O'Rourke. He'd be like, I wish I was under that desk. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, yeah, Beto is kind of hot. Not gonna lie. Just oh my god, helping you is relieve ever, that stress. Not that that is the point. Megan, you would, ve- Megan he would, if he had okay. a beard, we have to peel you off of him. Speaking of <laughs> Cedric Bixler Zavala and bandmates and, you know, being over six feet or whatever. Who's Cedric was, Bixler? Uh, from At The Drive-In. I don't He's a, fucking know that. Oh, man. my God. Yes, you do. I don't like bands with too many names in their names. I used to play them for you. Too many matter? words. Too All many words. All the time. You guys I have the them. weirdest fucking hangouts about dudes. He has too many names. He hasn't got a beard. <laughs> His penis is not He hasn't got a beard. Angle. is not a weird hangup. Let me look this fucker up. Anyway, Cedric Bixler. Let's, hang, let, let's look him up. After the show, right? So, so, so uh, what is our song of the week? Yeah, Johnson. I fucking forgot. Re- it's uh, that's re- with cake. Sinking ships by Cake. Speaking of sinking ships, Jesus. Here we are. Oh no, Megan. Girl. Anyway, before they no. get too caught up in this, Jeez, ladies and gentlemen, thanks so much. Have fun. No. Bye. Okay, bye. That's enough. That
investigation into disinformation Keeps putting everyone to the test So now we are getting drunk What was sinking now is sunk And everything we were just trying to save Is now vanishing under the Thank you.